I don't care if your Oma told you not to be up so goddamn late. This is Black and Black Times Infinity. I am your host, your boy Blue, coming to you straight from the stack. Smoking out fam that stupid dang shit. On my far left, we have the old ninja in the world. Oh ninja. How you gonna get fired on your day off? And <laughs> mix it up on the ones and twos, we have Kronos. How you gonna get hired on your day off? <laughs> oh, I don't know, that was stupid. I just wanted to do a silly one. I, I didn't have one set up, so yeah. That's funny. We're back at it again, guys. With Black and Black Times Infinity, the podcast that's dank as fuck. Uh, Prodigy is in uh, Zuckerberg's basement, tied up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn! Bucky, Ain't that the truth, though? He Bucky got caught. Got caught. He's like, we're, we're gonna hurt you so bad, we're gonna put you in a Zuckerberg hospital and heal you, and then hurt you bad again. Yeah. <laughs> there really is a Zuckerberg hospital in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, there is. If y'all didn't know, it's it's actually pretty prestigious, I hear. So you know. Yeah, um, I believe it's like named. Is it named after his wife, right? Or it's in honor of his wife? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. All right, I got sure. some. I got some stats for y'all. Uh, yeah, listen, awesome. yeah, listen of the week will be Cameron. Thank you very much. Listen a whole bunch of times. Really appreciate it. And first in the chat would be nobody yet that I can see. Um, but hey, wait, definitely... is, it the, is it the rapper Cameron? Oh, you mean Cameron? Cameron. Is that Cameron? Yeah. yeah. Cameron. Oh, there we go. Warrior fellows first in the chat. There we go. All right. Hey, I'm not even in chat room yet. I have to refresh my browser. But you were doing the uh, the intro, so you know. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I was a little busy. So, uh, old ninja, you got some uh, some RIPs? Yeah, I do. I, I got I got one for you. We're gonna pour out some of this uh, some Mickey's for our boy. Uh, we have Clarence William the Third. Uh, he was an actor of stage and screen with a six-decade career in Hollywood, and he was former former military. Uh, Williams was in the Army and served as a paratrooper in C Company, 506th Infantry of the 101st Airborne Division. Uh, Williams was the grandson of jazz pianist Clarence Williams, who's credited with writing such standards as my bucket's got a hole in it, ain't nobody's business if I do, and baby, won't you please come home? His father, Clay, was also a musician. Uh, Williams III, he's performed on Broadway in productions such as in The Great Outdoors and in Slow Dance on the Killing Ground, where he won a theater award and a Tony nomination. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. He is probably most remembered for his role as Link Hayes in the original Mob Squad on TV and Mr. Sims from the Tales from the Hood. Uh, his That's other the guy said little notable... niglets, right? What was that? That's the guy that said little niglets, right? Does he say that? Uh, I'm pretty probably. sure. I... He's the scary guy with like a fuck the hair. Yeah. Yeah, he does have <laughs> the hair. And he always says, because um, uh, uh, it's a Spike Lee like produced film, he always says, oh, Let's go get the shit. He's like, yes, the shit, the <laughs> shit. He like kept saying that. Uh, his other notable appearances are in Fifty Two Pickup, Against the Wall, Reindeer Games, Purple Rain, where he plays Prince's dad, uh, the General's oh, daughter, American Gangster, American Gangster, Half Bank, and Lee Daniels, the Butler. He died at his home due to complications to colon cancer. He was eighty-one. So there you have it. 
What's All right. He? Yeah, this guy. Yeah, he was fucking like. Yeah, he's always known for having like the afro, but he has like the white kind of um. Streaking. The Don. Yeah, the um. What's his name? Don, oh, Don King. Don, Don King Streak. But yeah. he's usually in like some creepy roles. But back in the day, he was like kind of like super Black Panthered up a bit, and he was in the military. At one point, he's in military films too. He's in a uh, World War film, uh, I believe it's called the. Pig, uh, damn, can't remember. I think it's like something pigs on the left or something. But yeah, he's been in a ton of films. I think most people remember him from Tales Tales in the Hood. It's like his most memorable. If you're black, iconic, I guess. Yeah, it's, hmm? me- it's memorable and iconic if you're black. I'm pretty sure most people <laughs> that were not black never watched, never even heard of Tales from the Hood, much less watched Probably it. Not. But it was pretty good. It's basically, you know, Tales from the Crypt, but for black people. So Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Instead of the suburbs, it's literally the hood. Yeah, he, was, he, was like the, he was like the Crypt Keeper in, in uh, Tales from the Hood, right? Yeah, like, yeah right pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Was Snoop Dogg in that one? I think he I was. Think he's in, yeah, I think he's in like the third one or something. He's in one of the sequels, for sure. He's not in the first one. But he's usually he plays a lot of military roles. Um, Lee Daniels, the butler, brought a lot of like um, I guess eyes on the because that's an uh, Oscar-nominated film, so a lot of people saw that. Um, you can see his last film is 2018's American Nightmares, another horror film that he's in. So, what's this war movie he's in? All right, well, let's uh, let's move on. There's someone person mm. of note that died. Yeah, that I, that. I was able to pick up. Oh, Pork Chop Hill. That's the name of his uh, world uh, by an Oscar-winning director as well. Pork oh. Chop Hill. It's an old 1959 yeah. film. I was gonna say that's a really old movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to, uh, to actually the main podcast. So wh- where are we gonna go first? Where would you guys like to go? You well, uh, uh, well, the big thing that got that dropped today was uh, Loki, but I don't think you, you haven't watched it yet, Corno Tom. No, I'm going to watch it uh, probably tomorrow or probably Friday, to be honest with you, because I'm going to do another balance exchange, I think, tomorrow. And then, so yeah, Friday is, will probably be the day that I'll watch at least one episode. Have you watched it yet, Odin? No, I, I literally just got into town, like, at 8 o'clock, so oh. I, hadn't, I hadn't had the chance to watch anything, so I, I got back it's, just in time for the podcast. It's actually really interesting. They're, they're dropping it every Wednesday. Instead of mm-hmm. like every Friday, how they did with like Wanda and um, and uh, Bucky Falcon and the Winter <laughs> Soldier on the Sam and Bucky show. Yeah, the Sam and Bucky show. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just watched it like probably like thirty minutes before the podcast, and I thought it, I it starts off pretty pretty decently. I like to see where they're going with it, but so far it's it's Loki being Loki. Hmm. So is it a half hour show? Yeah, it was a good forty five minutes probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was right pretty long, but I'm not sure how how long the other episodes are going to be. But for the, at least for the pilot, about 45 minutes. Damn, I'm hearing good things about it. I know that Prodigy's like, he says that he's probably going to watch it, but on Twitter he's been hating on it. <laughs> he's like, oh, you guys faked me out with the uh, uh, Wandavision and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I can't trust y'all. I'm like, bro, just watch the show, formulate your own opinion. What do you like? You know, like Winter Soldier, he never even tried to watch Wanda, did he? He watched like halfway through Wanda. He did finish Falcon and Winter Soldier, though. Okay. And he said, like he said, it's not, it's not his favorite show. And 
to be honest, it's not my favorite show either, but it was an entertaining one. Um, I do like Tom Hiddleston as Loki. He like yeah. owns the character, so I'm very, very, very interested. Uh, this could lead up to some of this um, um, Doctor Strange stuff. Uh, um, maybe some could. multiverse stuff. So it could I'm, or it could not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I want to watch it. I, I want to know yeah. what does this lead to. This are we going to see Doctor Strange in the show instead of WandaVision like everybody thought? Are we going to see some other characters? Um, speaking of which, I guess the official poster for um, Doctor Strange two dropped, and it has um, America Chavez on the on the poster. The poster is is like inspired by like. Um, I guess anime or an 80s cartoon style kind of, but <clears throat> it's their f official release, and I didn't even know American Chavez was in the film, so that's going to be interesting for me. Yeah, I, ho I hope to see. I hope they did the traditional, you know, America Chavez instead of like the bullshit. Oh, she's going to college, and she's mm. going through some wacky college shit. No, she's mm. a badass. <laughs> like, please stop it with the wacky college shit. Make her a badass that's supposed to be part of the Ultimates, or you know some other kind of cosmic being that punches that literally punches holes through universes. You know, so let's do that and not this fucking stupid nonsense. Which I mean, if it's Universe of Madness or Universe of Madness or whatever it's called, um, yeah. that would be the right way to go. But yeah, if she does like the whole college thing, missing with that bullshit. They fucked up the entire character with that. The latest run of uh, the America comics. Right on. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't know she's in the film. I'm even more... In I mean, I, I love Sam Raimi. And seeing him do a MCU film and with Doctor Strange. And now we... I mean, um, obviously, WandaVision's at the very top of the poster. I don't know if you guys have seen it. She's obviously in this, as they pointed out. But she's at the top of the poster. America's in the middle. And then Doctor Strange. I think there's a couple other characters as well. Um, I'm very interested. I, I mean... I, I want to see how crazy this movie gets uh, or possibly how disgusting this movie could get. So we shall see. I, I'm very, very interested. I want to see how they get America Chavez's because uh, I didn't know she was an alien. I guess she's an alien that came to Earth and but she's Latina. So I'm like, how does that work if you're an alien? Because writing. Sure. OK. Because <laughs> yeah. of the plot armor. OK, sure. Oh, man, I, can't I mean, because like. On, so on the DC, here. you'll see it should look like an 80s like cartoon style kind of poster. Apparently, it's been officially released or whatnot, but still. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, like an icon in DC, he just goes by icon. I don't, I don't know if he has a civilian name. I don't think he does, but still, should be interesting to see. Um, uh, uh, oh no, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, with uh, with Loki, yeah, the first episode, they they're dropping. Easter eggs left and fucking right. It's like, holy shit. Let me get my, my picnic basket and pick up all these eggs that guys are fucking dropping. <laughs> and they go they they go into details with like what the Supreme the the what was it, the Empress of Empress Supreme or what was her name? What was her title? I don't the, know. Uh, the ball headed the ball headed white lady who was supposed to be Asian. <laughs> oh, oh the uh, the the ancient one. Yeah. But wasn't she like the Empress the oh no uh, yeah, the ancient one, but she was her her wizard title was something, right? Oh, the sorcerer, 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 sorcerer supreme. supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the title was. Yeah, they they kind of touch base a little bit on that too. So yeah, it was it was a pretty cool episode. Interesting. They basically yeah they basically build up to what the the V the TVA is the time traveling variance authority and like what they're okay. all about. But it's it, it was pretty cool so far. 
That's all I'm going to give. Good, because it all just right. dropped. We can't give any any real spoilers on that. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it can be hard because like it comes out the the day we do the podcast, we so yeah. we literally have to remember it next week. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, did y'all watch the? Uh, Logan Paul or whoever, Jake Paul, one of them, I don't know the fucking name. One of the Pauls? One of the Pauls. The, no. one, the one that's shitty at boxing because he's 0-1. <laughs> Did y'all see uh, him watch Mayweather? Yeah, I saw the highlights too and it just looked, it looked ridiculous. Like, yeah. just, you know, whichever Paul brother was like throwing those like super wide shots around and like, I'm like, come on, man. First of all, he has like at least 30, probably 40 pounds on Floyd May- Mayweather. He's much bigger. Mainly, he has 52 pounds on yeah, Mayweather. And he still couldn't do any real damage. I'm like, I'm not surprised, because Floyd Mayweather is probably the best defensive boxer ever. So, it, it just looked... It was ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, get your money, I guess. But... It's, it's, I like what, uh, what Floyd, uh, Floyd Mayweather said after the fight. Or, I think he said it like a couple of days later, but he basically said, like, oh, yeah, this, this shit was just spectacle. Because I guess he actually went, like, maybe eight, I think it was eight rounds with him, right? Eight rounds, yeah. Yeah, and then Florida, he's like, it was all for the money. Like, it was all for show. Like, I was, yeah. I, he basically said he could have knocked him out, like, right away, but he just played around with him. He did say he had some, some powerful punches and stuff like that, but he just... Yeah, as he should. I mean, talked up for the money. Somebody that's 40 pounds, you know, 30 to... If somebody's over 20 pounds heavier than you, and you're in a fight, like, they have a distinct advantage. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless you have, like, a lot of skill, which obviously Floyd does... Uh, but unless you've been in, like, a fight or, like, a grappling match or anything like that, or even sparring, like, just the amount of mass that you have behind your punches is a lot. But the, the guy's technique was was trash. It was total trash. You know, he's just doing, like, these outside punches trying to, like, knock him out. But it's like, you know, you guys are both wearing, you know, I think they were 16-ounce gloves. And it's like, it's easy to block those types of punches by just putting your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need head movement. Like, you just put your hands up. And it's just like getting hit with fucking, not pillows, but it's it's not that far away. You know, and, I, I love the memes that have came from this so far. <laughs> They're great. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird because this is this is like an exhibition match because ne- neither of these goes on either guy's records. Well, they, they so can't. None of them. Because, they get no penalty, no mark. They don't go up and down and ranking well, or anything. No, they they I literally don't think they even announced who won. Well, they can't because you, you can't sanction a fight when somebody's fifty and O, and the other guy is O and one. Like, yeah. there, there's literally no single athletic organization, at least in America, that would sanction that fight. So that's why it was an exhibition, because it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. It's funny, a lot of uh, people were streaming this on, like, their, their Twitch channel and their TikToks and all that stuff. Like, they knew it was just a big money grab, so a lot of people were, were streaming it. So that's kind of how I saw some of the some of the fights with do uh, Twitch and do TikTok. Which is crazy that people were able to get away with this. I mean, it is. I understand. Like this, the, the crazy thing is like, I understand it's a money grab, but I mean, if the money's there to be made, then I guess yeah, make yeah. it. Because I mean, actually, how much did he make? Mayweather made a hundred million dollars, and then whatever the Paul brother was, he made twenty million dollars. Which I mean, that's a lot of changing money for no matter who the fuck you are. Well, I mean, unless you're like, yeah. a unless you're like you know, like a legit billionaire. But if you're a normal person, that's life changing money. So, I mean, if that's the people want to... This is the thing with the, you know, the Paul brothers, both of them. Right now, it's just... They, they're like um, Floyd Mayweather to the extreme. Where people just want to tune in to to hope that you get knocked out. 
that you lose. Yeah. That's what they want. They want to see you lose. And so if you're fine with that, and you want to, you know, villain the shit up, then I mean, th- that's your life. That's your life. And that's that's what they're doing. And they're getting their money off of that. And, you know, the, the public is tuning into it and they're paying for it. Um, I, I th- Personally, I think it's wrong. But I mean, hey, the money's there. If somebody was going to hate on me to make... Actually, no, I wouldn't do it. I don't want to play the fucking villain for basically probably the rest of their lives and be worried about when you're in a public place if somebody's going to like, you know, throw some shit at you or like, you know, you know, do some crazy shit. Try to challenge you. Yeah. Like I don't want to live like live a life like that. It's just, it's, it's dumb to me. You know, I'm a, obviously I'm an old man. I'm fucking 41 years old. I wouldn't want to do some shit like that. Um, especially to endanger like my family, but they don't have, they have families, but it's like, they don't have their own kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not thinking about anything like they're not thinking about like their their real the only thing about the future they're thinking of is just monetary value. Not about, you know, things that actually matter. I mean money matters too, but if you have a family and you're worried about, you know, some person that hates you because of the, the persona that you're putting off and you're out there with the kids if you eventually have them, then that that's a problem. So but whatever. Dude, I would have loved to see one of the Paul brothers go against Mike Tyson and fucking Prime. That shit would have been yeah, over right. in seconds. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even an exhibition. I, I mean, I watched like a like a video. It looked like uh, it looked like to me like vaguely that Mayweather either stunned him or probably knocked him out, and then he kept him up in like a in a clinch because he hit him <laughs> and he kind of fell over on me and he pulled him back up and it's just like oh just fucking knock him out like. You know, I was kind of. You remember that movie? Uh, I think it was called like The Great White Hope, where like uh, yeah, a one. It was with uh, Damian Wayne, where he played like a boxer. He's like a professional boxer, never been beaten or whatever. And they found like some old, some white guy that he fought like back in like his like when he was a be- beginning to get into boxing. And so they try to like set up the fight, and Damian Wayne's character like ate a bunch of food, didn't train at all, and had like a gun and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, dude, like, what the hell? Like, why aren't you training? And then, like, he still knocked the dude out in the first fucking, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was hella thing. funny. Because they, uh, it was, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was, like, the manager or whatever, or the yeah. agent. He was super sleazy, but it was a hilarious movie. Because it, it was just, like, this super... Oh, uh, yeah. You knocked out in the first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that movie was crazy. But it's it super entertaining. Was it Great White Hope? Yeah, it's yeah, Great yeah, White that's Hope. What it is. Or it's, I think it's the Great White Hype. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah. the Great White Hope is like an actual legit movie. <laughs> yeah, Great White Hype is like this comedy satire about this whole like the whole boxing thing, where it's basically it's, Sam Jackson is basically Don King, pretty much, yeah. except he's wearing a kangle, I think. But that shit happens a lot, especially with like if you look at Mike Tyson, they had all these you know mediocre white boxers try to fight him, and I'm just like. Okay, but you know, if you guys have some like padded record and you're not fighting, you're not fighting nobody. You're fighting like tomato cans. You want to fight this killer? Like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he, he as long as he's getting paid, you gonna show up and do your job and knock someone out and then go home. I mean, I mean, in Tyson's documentary, he basically said that he was his whole focus was to punch through people. And to fucking kill you, like his whole thing was to go out there and like murder you on the fucking, on the fucking uh in in the ring. If I'd heard that shit, I'd have been like, you know what? I'm not fighting Tyson today. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going home. I like, I, remember how Will Smith had the one song? Or was no? Was it Will Smith for LL Cool J? Somebody had a song like I think I could. Mama beat Mike Tyson. knock you out. No, no. Oh. He had a song called I think I could beat Mike Tyson. 
no was idea. Uh, probably was I Will no Smith. Oh, I, I gotta look it up, but it definitely wasn't uh, LL Cool J. Mama yeah, said, definitely. Yeah, I don't think it was LL. Yeah, I think it was, LL think it was, was busy was... partying with Mike Tyson. Yeah. But, like, I think a lot of people back then yeah, thought, was... like, oh, I can take out Mike Tyson. I can take him on Tyson. And, like, you know, there's motherfuckers black people out, like, left and right. Yes, that was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Well, there you go. Uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't Will Smith. I was wrong. Well, it was when he was young, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. The Fresh Prince. All right. Uh, All right. Y'all see this? Because uh, going back kind of to the um, Marvel stuff, there's some news. I guess it's a rumor. Because people were trying to say that this was legit, but it's just a rumor. There's been no officialness. But apparently the rumors got some legs that in black panther 2 we're going to be introduced to namor and the rumored cast is i believe his name is pronounced tinuk tinuk huerta from uh narcos and a couple other like hispanic shows um a lot of some people were upset that there's a hispanic namor but it's still a rumor nothing's been um confirmed there's other people that are super hyped that we're getting namor at all so what do y'all think well let me just address two things like first thing is like they're, they're mad that he's not white i'm just like he's a fucking atlantean you know like mm. if anything i guess maybe he'd be mediterranean so he, he could be spanish so it makes sense to me mm. but you know whatever you know, the people just this is the problem with people like it's like racism that people don't really seem to understand it's like, well, because the person, they, they default to everything being white and Caucasian, you know, and being European. But it's like nothing in the MCU said that he has to be, like, white. I mean, even though a guy's name was Arthur whatever, but, like, he doesn't have to be, like, a white guy. He's he's an Atlantean, so as long as they keep the Atlantean thing, I'm fine with that. It's, it's, it's kind of silly. Second point is that uh, if he is in the, actually, a lot of people were actually thinking that Namor should actually be Asian, which I've been fine with as well. But yeah, I'd be actually I'd be totally fine yeah. with that as well. Because if you actually look at like the actual the way he looks, um, mm -hmm. sorry, I said Arthur Curry. I was thinking of fucking Aquaman, but Namor definitely. Oh, yeah. he has like he has Asian features in like most of his comics. So at least to me. But yeah, if, I guess it depends on who's drawing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they, if they do this right, I'm hoping that they do like a secret uh, secret war thing because. Atlantis and Wakanda go to war during this whole secret war thing and it's it's a it's a fucking amazing amazing storyline that Marvel did and I really hope they, that they do that um that they that, that that's like the first steps in the secret wars um but they, they need to loop in uh Fantastic Four and a couple other um I think even like the X-Men but it could be like the next phase of like the MCU and like how to bring all their franchises back together this could be the precursor to that. I hope so, but I don't know. Uh, like, for me, I would have took Namor as being maybe Asian descent. That's what I said when you were but, Yeah. Yeah. But I could see him being Latin. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, um, I mean, he is an Atlantean for me, but... I mean, in the comics, I'm sorry. But for me, I figured he would be translucent kind of you know fairly <laughs> white like because he doesn't get sun and he's been underwater but then in the dc universe we get joseph momoa who's very brown 
as Arthur Curry. I mean, yeah, when you see his movie, he spent most of his life above water, but yeah. I guess that kind of, you know, explains away why he's so brown, why he's, you know, tan, because he lives on a beach town. But we don't know anything about the MCU anymore. We don't even know if this is true or not. Um, people have been talking about this since Black Panther, the first one, came out, and they were trying to say that Black Panther 2 would be basically two kings going against each other. Um, if we get it, that's fine. Uh, I personally, all I care about is that the actor, um, you know, fits the role. That he yeah. becomes, you know, that he's Namor. Because Namor is kind of a backstabbing, cocky kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping we see that. Not someone who's like a team player, but someone who's like Atlantis first type guy. So we'll just see. Granted, as of this recording, it's not um, concrete, but apparently there's some pretty heavy evidence saying that this guy might land this role. Um, things should change. Um, it could be a fake out, could be anything. So we will see. I wonder if they'll ever de- decide to recast or have Siri pick up the mantle of, of Black Panther. That's what I'm no idea. I mean, that, that's that should be the go-to. Is to have her yeah. be a Black Panther, but you know we'll we'll see. I hope they don't recast, you know, T'Challa. I really hope they don't. Yeah. Not anytime soon. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they're not going to do for the first sequel. But I mean, T'Challa's got to be back in some way, shape, or form. Unless they, I mean, killing him off, I think would be just too early and maybe disrespectful i mean i we've seen multiple supermans we've seen multiple batmans um if we get another black panther as long as he fills the role and kind of brings the same kind of intensity as chagrin day then i'd be okay with it yeah but I, mean, but, looking... I mean usually okay. when you switch you know actors it's it's years you know so it's usually like five or more <laughs> it's not you know yeah not this soon, because he just died last year. He Wasn't did last year. Yeah, yeah. he died. He died towards the end of 2020, I think, or like summer of 2020. I like it's been a couple of years since that happened, but yeah, that's crazy. Oh, it's only been a few months. So we shall see. They got what's well, like got with the X Men universe. I mean, they recast basically all of the fucking X Men, other than like except Wolverine for Hugh Jackman. Professor and Professor X. I mean, I guess, yeah, they recast him too. So yeah, Hugh Jackman's the only person who survived the the recasting. But yeah, I but mean, that was a little different though. Because, timeline. Well, they recast him, but it's because they it was a different time. So yeah, but I was just thinking like with the whole multiverse of, of madness, they could there maybe there's another or even with like Spider Man into the multiverse, there might be a different version of Black Panther out there. They can maybe snag up to maybe introduce him as a new Black Panther or something. Maybe, maybe could, yeah. That'll have like a. A kid out there, <laughs> he's a legitimate kid. They got named after him. <laughs> Who knows? You never know. Uh, where y'all want to go next? <clears throat> I'll take it to home. Um, so last weekend, I finally got to go back to jujitsu. Oh, wow. uh, after over a year, like well over a year. It was, uh, I'm not going back to, like, a gym yet, or a dojo, or whatever the fuck you want to call a jiu-jitsu place. <laughs> so, they, wait, they don't call them dojos? Not usually. I mean, I, I just say I go to the gym. Or an academy. So. Hmm. They don't call it a box, like they do with CrossFit? 
No, <laughs> no. But um, you know, I'm I'm not comfortable with going back to like an, a gym yet with like a bunch of people. I'm just I'm trying to just roll with um, people that are vaccinated for now. If people are like, why are you gonna do that? I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a shit. I don't need to explain myself to you. I don't. So, but for now, I'm gonna roll with just vaccinated people um, in a small group, and hopefully. I'll reevaluate it a month after the 15th, so probably July 15th. I'll reevaluate. Um, do I want to go to a gym or not? And then where am I? Where I'm gonna go? So I'm not sure, you know, like if and when I'm gonna go back to a gym. Uh, but I gotta tell you, man, it was fucking great to actually <laughs> roll with people again to do some simulated murder, and I, I felt excellent. I thought I was gonna be like really shitty, and uh, honestly, like my body just knew like where to move like what to do and i was i was amazed like i, I didn't feel my cardio was still there because you know I, I work out daily now um and i still remember how to do like submissions and like how to get out of bad situations and it just it just felt really good the only thing that sucks though sucked though is that you know i, I had i have two roll-up mats and i went to my friend's place um who, he just bought a new place in Newark uh, that's actually right across the street of where I grew up. And, like, uh, okay. really nice, the this new neighborhood that I was actually thinking about seeing about buying into. But it was, it was too expensive. It was out of my price range. Um, because they, they, had a, they have a school option there. And this is what, one of the reasons I wanted to move there. But it was just out of my price range. But his house is fucking gigantic. And he had... He opened up his garage. And I put down my, you know, my two mats, taped them together. But two mats can only basically have... Two, uh, two people rolling at once and there was there was four of us at one time so it was like oh well somebody's got we gotta wait the other person so he's gonna buy some extra mats so we can get like four mats and then and then roll around um but yeah just like it was it was uh emotional for me on that day to like get back to like killing my friends or trying to kill my friends um <laughs> and the fact that it went so well it was uh, it was excellent so um my boy david thank you very much and everybody else that um, came out to uh, to roll with me and, and train. Thank you so very much. Uh, hopefully, I can make it a normal schedule now to like to train. Um, but yeah, like getting a part of my life back that I've been missing for like a, over a year is uh, is is fantastic. So just I was very happy after I left. Kind of maybe a little teary eyed, but yeah, I need to make it more on a regular schedule. So yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's strange. Um, on Sunday, the sweetest and I went over to some friend's house, and everybody has been vaccinated. Uh, probably like a good maybe ten people, and it was weird to walk into a house and like not have a mask on. Like I, I still kind of kept my distance. I, I mean, I shook a few. Like it, it was even awkward to shake hands like with somebody. Like that's how awkward it was. So, but it, it was still kind of refreshing to be able to like hang out with people and like not have. A mask, like I actually, I actually like having a mask on. It's just, I don't know, just, just it's almost like a security blanket. It, it adds a little bit of ease to like you know just hanging out with people. But like, it it was cool just to be able to talk to people and see like mouths and laugh and this and that. Like, it, it it's it's just weird. It's 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 just a weird sensation. And like you know, like one person went up went in for a hug and I was like. Like what the hell am I gonna do? Like what the hell? But everybody's evacuated, so it's like everything is cool. But it's gonna take a while for everything to kind of feel comfortable again. Yeah, like when I first met with everybody, um, that they were you know trying to do the handshake. I was like, no, 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 we're doing hugs, dude. 
Like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. Like, we're, we're gonna try to, we're gonna swallow, we're gonna sweat all over each other, trying to kill each other. Like, just we're gonna do a hug. Get out the way. But it was, it was, it was awkward. But it's like, dude, you know, you missed that the physical contact um, from anybody, you know, after being uh, isolated for so long. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's same deal, man. It's like going without a mask, you know, seeing other people. It's it's so weird, um, but you know, I, I think it's good, and I'm still I'm still gonna mask up. Um, even though we're dropping the mask mandate in California on, I think it's June 15th. July? No, it's June 15th. June 15th, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm masking up until at least July 15th. And I don't give a shit if, if what, the, I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you want to talk shit to me, good luck. And the, the funny thing to me is that people are so, they get so irrationally, um, anti-mask, but it's like people wore masks before COVID existed. There are people that have various, um, you know, heart diseases, lung diseases. They get, uh, you know, various organ transplants. A lot of people from Asia wore masks over here. Yeah. You know, there's like masks were not, it wasn't, it was kind of uncommon, but you would, especially the Bay Area, you would still see, see people wearing masks. And for some reason now people think that they have the right to walk up to you and tell you to take your mask off. It's like, no, I don't have the right to walk up to you and tell you to take your fucking shirt off. Like, do, mind your own fucking business. If I'm wearing a mask, it's my business. It's not your business. Mm-hmm. You know, after the mask mandate, I'm not going to say anything to you if you're not wearing a mask. I'm not going to say shit to you. It, it's your prerogative. So don't come up to me and feel like you want to tell me to take our mask off. You can go fuck yourself. And I'll tell you if you walk up to me and tell me to take my mask off. I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. It's, it's interesting with, um, like, when I went to Japan a couple of years back, I went during, the, like, the springtime... And, like, a lot of people there wear masks, but they wear masks because, like, you know, with all the pollen and stuff in the air, like, people have, like, they suffer from, like, hay fever. So yeah. that's the reason why a lot of Asian people wear masks. And, like, the whole time I was there, I was like, whoa, is, is there a fucking outbreak? Like, what the hell's going on? I mean, I didn't think that because I already knew about the whole the hay fever thing. But it's, like, it's it's weird to see everybody with masks. So once, when we came, when I came back to here, it, like, made sense. If you're sick. You should wear a mask just because you know you you contain that virus within you so you don't end up spreading it and i think one of the cool things about with the whole pandemic was that like the flu numbers were like was low this year like you like the numbers for the people who caught the flu was so like dramatically low like it almost was non-existent yeah. and then hear everybody talk about like like i, I don't know anybody that caught the flu this year basically but like last year i knew about like maybe four or five people that got the flu yeah, uh, that's I mean, that's that's a great point. But yeah, just just be careful, especially like there's people that are still gonna they're still gonna wear masks for medical reasons, and it's, it's existed before this shit. So just keep that in mind before you decide to like impose your will upon somebody else that doesn't know you, you don't know what their situation is. Like I said, my my girlfriend, she's had three open heart surgeries, um, so she had, she had to wear a mask when she was a kid, a little bit. I'm pretty sure I, I know one of her. Um, friends that is a friend of mine as well she just had a heart transplant and she had to wear a mask for a long time well before COVID even happened so it's like things like that where you just you don't know if somebody's going through an actual medical issue outside of just wearing a mask for you know general COVID safety so just keep that in mind before you decide to be a fucking asshole so yeah Um, yeah I was gonna say did y'all I kind of want to move on to uh similar related topic uh relating to the coronavirus did y'all see this our uh 
former president uh, spoke somewhere and uh like writing right <laughs> no he was saying that uh tr china owes the u.s and the world reparations for the covid 19 virus because they didn't check it at home he is saying that china should pay 10 trillion to the u.s and the world for the death and devastation that's been caused by covid 19. now this being said I find this highly, highly a ironic and hypocritical for someone who called this a hoax. <laughs> but now yeah. wants reparations for the destruction and damage that it's caused because saying that the accountability lies with politicians who ignored people's lives and health, which he did himself, which I think is super hilarious. And there's people, obviously... That are backing him. There's a lot of political pundits that are kind of backing him, and there's uh, his user base that's also backing him as usual. No, I mean, listen. If if you want to go to you know China paying trillions of dollars to America because of the coronavirus, um, no, because listen, we have the American flu, which is an actual thing. Um, you know. I, it's a flu that, well, I'll call it, they call it the seasonal flu here, but it's a, it's a flu that mainly hits Americans, but it still goes worldwide. But do we, but do other countries demand their deaths come out of our pockets? No. So you know, you, you rely upon your local medical systems to combat things like that, and the fact that he, when it comes to American deaths, the vast majority of the American deaths are all on, they're on him, they are. He's the one that decided that it was a fucking hoax. He's the one that decided that we didn't need a mask mandate. A mask mandate. He's the one that decided, you know, we're not going to have a, an actual national strategy. He's the one that decided that even when he got fucking COVID, he takes his fucking mask off while he's wheezing on the goddamn, you know, at the White House. He's the one that decided all these fucking things. So, yeah, it came from China. I get it. But we could have mitigated this. We had the time to do it. He decided not to. So if he wants, if he wants to make, you know, to come out of somebody's pockets, make it come out of his fucking pockets. As far as I'm concerned, you're supposed to be a fucking millionaire, right? Or a billionaire or whatever. <laughs> you know, That's true. Make it come out of your pockets. But he's right? asking for $10 trillion. No, it's just like, it's stupid. First of all, I don't... The guy's a clown. Hmm. He's a clown. Like, for him to just to demand, when he has no power to, to demand anything from anybody at, at this point in time, that some other country pays $10, pays $10 trillion dollars for this is ridiculous because we, we could have mitigated this and if you wanted to talk about you know them helping before instead of instead of like placing all the blame on china maybe we should have just actually helped your own citizens to mitigate the the, the actual um spread of infection but you didn't and it's a fact so it's fucking stupid like this is why um i'm glad that he got banned from social media <clears throat> because he, he spreads this stupid bullshit he had his own like social media site even though you couldn't respond back to him on what he was saying it's basically a fucking blog site it's already shut down because what he's saying is nonsense I was gonna say is it the site down already like you couldn't pay his bill or some shit I, mean, I think that's what it was no it just he wasn't getting he wasn't getting any, he wasn't getting any real interactions while he was talking <clears> shit about he was saying that you know no he was saying that there was no uh, technology that could 
sustain the numbers that he had for his support. I'm like, well, Twitter and Facebook, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's easy. It's not, it's not hard. It's really not hard. I mean, you can go to fucking SoundCloud right now. Oh, not SoundCloud, but on, on uh, you know, WordPress, and they, they can support fucking millions of users. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the fact is, if you're just putting out well, bullshit, yeah, if you're putting out bullshit, and people know that it's bullshit, then they're not going to subscribe to you anymore. And that's what's happening. It's, it, that, it's on him. It's not the technology. The technology has far surpassed your ignorant, you know, hate-spewing ass. And so just stop. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it ironically kind of sad and funny that he's asking for this as if, you know, his role in this historic event (laughs) was, like, he tried to downplay something that was highly, highly infectious dangerous and he tried to make super light of it so you know you know it's crazy how like you know last year i think it was like maybe about february is when u.s had their first case of covid and they started to do in march is when they started doing the shutdown and you thought like oh this would be you know we were shut down it only be a couple of weeks we'll end up doing this and just a year and a half or a year and a couple of months later here we fucking still are barely coming out of the world worse yeah, yeah. I just I'm glad that we're at the tail end with uh, with the vaccines. Um, yeah. So this this can finally be over because so, I'm ready to get back to like you know sort of real life. Have you guys heard yeah. the latest? Uh, oh god, it's just fucking dumb. So I guess people are saying that when you get the COVID shot, like if you put uh, something metal on your arm. <laughs> I just heard this shit today. The shot. <laughs> oh my! Did I? I thought. <laughs> this shit's so freaking ridiculous. Like you can, it's it's almost like that trick where you put like a, a coin on your on your forehead. It's just basically the, your your body sheen, your whatever lotion or oils you put in your body that's causing this coin to whatever to stick to your body. There is mm-hmm. there is no power source on this planet that's that tiny who that could sustain like I don't know, be able to tra- transmit something for them to be able to track you. Fucking space. I mean, the the best thing they have is your fucking cell phone. Like, come on, people, get the fuck with it. This isn't yeah. fucking. This isn't Marvel. There's no quantum brown where, where they can do oh. shit like that. Something weird just happened on the podcast. Wait, what happened? Oh, there's Wait, like there's an issue with uh, YouTube. It's okay. It's. I'm all oh we I'm all right when Blue said the quantum realm. I'm yeah, all, right. oh did we did we just enter the quantum realm? Did we get sucked in and just didn't feel nothing? Did I talk too yeah. much? Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's gonna be something. Um I'm sure by the end of summer in August there'll be some new conspiracy theory about the vaccine and you know, it'll be especially if there's some kind of weird illness, somebody'll link it to the vaccine, even though there's probably no link at all. Or there'll be there'll be something. Someone will come up with something. It'll be on YouTube, and people will be like, "Oh, this YouTube video told us." And uh, whatever, get out of here. Get up out of here. Go read a science book, or do something, or at least read the the CDC. Go to the CDC website. There's plenty of information there. Oh, people don't want, people don't want to believe the CDC. They want to believe in uh, you know Trump. <laughs> no, or just YouTube videos, or somebody without a doctorate, or that's an infectious disease expert. I'll, I'll believe in the experts. So that, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'll choose to believe. I'm not going to believe some nonsense that somebody heard about, you know, metal sticking to you or, 
you know, 5G and all this other fucking non... Or they had underlying conditions. Get the fuck out of here. Like... Yeah, and it's funny because most of those YouTube videos are voiceovers, so you never see who's doing it. Very few of these videos um, is like an actual person that's trying to be like, oh, this person, you know, I used to do this, this, and this, and this is the truth. Usually it's someone voicing over something, and there's a bunch of graphics saying that 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 happened. Like, you don't see the actual person trying to take credit for this. All you hear is a voiceover and text over images saying like hey this is where this information came from and it's like well where is this person why are they not facing the camera and telling people instead i'm hearing some mysterious voice saying all this stuff that you can't substantiate so yeah it's kind of sad um should we move on let's move on to some Path other Path conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah oh did y'all see this lady in florida lose her mind Y'all see yeah. this video? I mean, there's people uh, losing their minds every day. True. <laughs> Which one is so, this one? <laughs> so there's uh, uh, in Ocala, Florida, a 53-year-old woman, <laughs> Florida woman tore apart. Uh, what was that? I said Florida, oh, Florida woman. woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she tore apart a um, an Outback Steakhouse. So she went strip naked and, like, started walking on, like, the bar took like the bar tray with all the fruit and stuff chucked it was throwing dishes and stuff everywhere and there's like a shelf full of wine she took every single wine bottle and threw it on the floor busted it open i guess um before she went to the outback because it's filmed by employees nobody else is in there it looks like it's before they open or something i don't know how she got in but She's the only person there besides the employees, and the employees are telling her, "Please get down, please get down." You know, we're calling the cops, and she's saying some stuff that I can't, I couldn't really make out, but she's just tearing the place apart, fully naked. I guess she went to another restaurant and tore that place apart too, and then um, the cops show up, and <laughs> the cops taser because she's like walking towards the cops, saying. <laughs> some like she'd done some stuff before or whatnot and the cops like hey if you keep coming i gotta put you down and she keeps coming he shoots her and she locks up and hits the floor i was like oh my goodness just some craziness like i i don't even know where her motive was i saw her mugshot she's like grinning like the joker in her mugshot it's super creepy i don't know if this woman is um mentally unstable or whatnot i have no idea but from the video it, it it suggests that that might be the case. Maybe. Maybe she's really upset. I don't know. But y'all didn't hear or see anything about this? No, this crazy stuff happens like every goddamn day at this point. I'm just <laughs> like, people are like, so, they're just, people need like real help. And they're not getting help. And like, there's just like a lot of just cr- crazy people that that just do crazy shit. And they're just like, oh, okay. You know, there's just, there's no, at this point, yeah. it's, it's a daily thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Corona says this often, like, you never know when somebody's at, at like, an 8 or a 9. Because, like, like, a couple of days ago, like, just around the corner from me, there was a uh, an Amazon driver who fucking went to town on this lady. At, that she, So this lady was delivering, or Amazon was delivering packages at this apartment complex. And this lady came down because she got a notification that her package was there. And this Amazon worker, she, she's got, like, a, she had, like, two giant fucking bins that she was pulling, like, they were, I don't even think they were on wheels, she was, like, dragging them into the building, and, like, this woman, like, was, like, hey, where's my package or whatever, and the woman's, like, you, I'll get to it when I get to it, basically. Oh, yeah. And then, like, uh, 
I guess the one went inside for like 15 minutes and came back out and there was like some exchange of words. It's like in the, the, the customer, the woman who lives in the apartment complex, she was like, you don't have to be a bitch about it and like turn right and walk away. But then like the Amazon lady, she just fucking snapped and just, just threw hell maker. Hell, <laughs> she was just throwing them blows on her and stuff like that and, and end up hitting her with an uppercut at the end. But like, oh my God, that uppercut at the end though was... <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was sweet but i i think I, this lady probably said something like way more than that because like like this this chick went off on her and like like, and, and, like people who deliver a package like for amazon and stuff like that if you're doing to houses and things like you just run in and drop it off package but like this woman had like a giant fucking like band that should have rolled into there and this lady could have easily just fucking waited i mean she she probably had her package stolen or something from her apartment complex. I mean that the area that she's at is a little bit on the sketch side, but I don't know. Like the the woman, the Amazon driver was arrested for elderly abuse, but I feel like there's probably more to the story than just. I mean, this is the problem. Okay, so y'all know me. I mean, I I try. I don't usually subscribe to like a lot of violence. You know, sometimes somebody, someone, sometimes people need to get fucked up, and I get that, but. You know, it, it should be very rare. But at the same time, like, when you're talking shit to somebody, to anybody, you don't know where they're at on a scale of 1 to 10. You don't. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know if, if, the, if the fucking Amazon truck delivery person had to take a shit in a box on her way to deliver your fucking packages. <laughs> right. Because that happens with Amazon yeah. workers. Okay? You don't know how stressed she is. You don't know anything. And so for you to just that 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 and expect no fucking expect somebody to just take it as they're working because you think that you're better you're better than them, guess what? You found the wrong one and you got your ass kicked. I'm not I'm not saying that it should happen all the time, but I'm not surprised. Like people are on edge. These are people that we call essential workers that are getting paid fucking basically nothing to support a trillion dollar corporation. And you just want to, yeah, 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 at this person trying to give you what the fuck you want. <clears throat> and she was at, their, obviously, her wit's end and fucked her up. So, yep. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not saying everybody go do this, but I'm not surprised. Like, <laughs> somebody's literally trying to help you and you just want to just do, fuck, I mean, the other day, somebody literally cut me off. Not, not even just cut me off. Caused me to stop because I was going to run into them. Because they were trying to merge into my, they merged into my lane, while I was literally right next to them. I had to slam on my brakes with my whole family in the fucking car. I was fucking pissed as fuck. I'm honking at the guy. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let it go. Cause you never know. Somebody's at a fucking at a nine or a ten. Guy could have had a gun. I don't know. I could definitely defend myself. I could definitely choke a motherfucker out, break a whole bunch of bones. But I don't know if he's got a fucking gun. No idea. I can't, I can't fucking armbar a gun. Or a bullet. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, I can't do that shit. So you never know. Somebody's out of fucking nine or ten. So I, I'd rather just you know make it home, say it to my family. Um, unless my life is in an imminent danger, then yeah, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do what I have to do. But uh, you just you don't know, and that's I think a lot of people take that shit for granted. But they're just like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna talk shit because that's what I'm used to doing. But the consequences of talking shit could be an ass whooping, and she learned that lesson. So. But also, worse. but also, so did the Amazon worker because she got arrested. So, yeah, that, that part sucks. Well, no, I mean, it, it made me think of that one it's consequence. It's, it's consequence of their actions. Yeah, yeah, true. It made me think about that one lady. I think it was like an Amazon in Arizona at a gas station where this uh, this Karen came up to a girl. I can't remember what the what they were arguing about, but I remember the the Karen like trying to like 
slap, like snatch something out of her hand, but the Latin girl just starts throwing those hellmakers on her. Oh no, she slapped her. She just she slapped the shit out of her, and like the shock and expression on one's face, you could you could see that she realized she made a bad decision. She like walked out of the store. That shit was fucking classic. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. It was last year. Oh, bad. People then lost their minds. Yeah. You guys stay home, and all of a sudden they don't know what to do, and their minds just kind of drift drift out or something. No idea. Right. I'm going to take um, a little, little bit. Um, I've actually took, um, I think Stitch was the one that introduced this to the podcast, and and Kronos has been watching it. And I think, uh, I think uh, uh, Prodigy's been watching it too, but Kim's Conveniency show on fucking Netflix. Kim's Convenience. Convenience, sorry. Uh, at this... This show's great, man. It's it, it's very low key, very like you know. It, it has its funny moments. There's Thirsty Sharon, and like you know, we have uh, oh God, I can't remember the daughter's name. But I I, I basically Janet? power through fucking Janet. Janet. Yes, right. Janet. I don't know why. For some reason, Janet she got Janet. exponentially hotter as the show went on. Yeah, I, right. I don't I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Especially like there's like one episode, and I'm like, oh okay, I like where this is going. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I powered through fucking five seasons. I got one episode left. I got the, the season finale to watch. But, uh, yeah, the show was actually, it was it was pretty good. It was actually very refreshing. I like, like, the way they look at uh, Korean culture, like, in, uh, like, they're based in Canada. But it was interesting to see, like, like how this family, like, thrives. And, like, it was just, I don't know, there was, some, there was something about the show that was just really refreshing. It, it wasn't like the, there wasn't, like, like, some crazy, like, not like the crazy stereotypical like things that you would think a Korean person, like a Korean family would have. It just seems it just seemed natural, basically. It seems like you're watching a, a natural Korean family and how they react to each other and them living in their life in Canada and you having kids who were born here in America, even though they're from Korea. I just I, it was just funny all around. And I one of the funny things I liked is that the I think Carlos mentioned this on the previous podcast that the guy who plays the dad is only like. Six years older than us. <laughs> yeah. He played old ass Asian guy. But uh, yeah, this this show it was it was pretty fucking funny in my opinion. But um, and over here we have like we have on here the renewal controversy. Want to go and get into that a little bit? Yeah. So it's not going to get renewed. Um, the let me just say a couple things. So yeah, the, the show is amazing in my opinion. I really love the show. But I, I got to be honest with you, this last season, season five is not like the rest of the seasons it's not um it's not as funny in the same way i feel like they kind of went towards more generic comedy writing and not yeah. um not funny things that were specific to um immigrants and especially like korean immigrants or asian immigrants like it i didn't get that i didn't get the same vibe at all and then there were also like a lot of characters were like kind of left in the wind for a long time like the uh there's a, a bunch of uh they, they barely even talked talked about church at all which is fine i mean i'm an atheist i don't really give a shit about church but it was obviously it was important to the family in previous yeah. seasons and in season five it's not really that it doesn't really seem that important and then i, I missed pastor nina i missed uh the other like the other the asian dude that was I forget yeah, he was only in the first season, right? No, well, yeah, him too, but there's another guy. I think it's Jimmy or something like that, who was Pastor uh, like sort of like boyfriend or whatever for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He was barely in it as well. Um, and then, the, like, the writing with uh, 
Simu Liu's character was like not uh, that great, and I was just like, ah, uh, in the show it's uh, I know fuck your roommate Kim Chi. Yeah, Kim Chi's the roommate. Um, but I forget the guy. I just remember his. Oh, it was uh, Jung. Yeah, Jung. I feel like the writing for him was like, as the seasons went on, kind of got worse and worse. And he was kind of like stagnated. Because in like the first season, he went from like being like washing cars to like being the assistant manager. And then he went back to like washing cars and being like a dumb jock. Even though he like went back to school and like completed school. And he still mm-hmm. played like this really dumb jock character. He never really like elevated himself back in the show again. I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Like, like. I was gonna say, also in season five, like the first couple of episodes, he's like in business school. Yeah, they don't really like it go anywhere with that. It just seemed like very odd. Yeah, and it, it kind of all makes sense because the the guy who played John, he posted on Facebook some 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 shit that brought a lot of shit to light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they canceled the show. Uh, the the producers of the show canceled the show. And he said there's basically no way that Netflix or CBC, which is a Canadian broadcast company, I believe it's what it's called, um, they can't bring it back because the producers decided to cancel it and they own the rights of the show. I'm like, alright, well that sucks. Then he talked about how uh, the only person that's getting a spinoff on the show was the Shannon character. And I was just like, what? So if you're not watching the show, Shannon's literally like the only... Um, Caucasian character as like a main character in the show. Everybody else is basically uh, what you would say is a minority character, usually a- an Asian character. Because, uh, but it's it's about you know the the Kim family, and it's like how the fuck do you give the only spinoff to like this uh, this Caucasian character? And she wasn't. I mean, she's funny in the sh- funny in the show, but she's not bringing anything new. Like she's she's like a quirky you know. Caucasian okay. shit. It's like okay, like I kick, <laughs> but I I care about like the family. You know what I mean? And like I I care about her involvement in the family. And yeah, she's a funny character, but I'm like, she doesn't really warrant like a, a whole spinoff show. And he said, you know, because of that, you're like he's not gonna he's not gonna revise his role in her show. And he's like, you know, he wishes her the best, but he's not gonna like be involved in that show like whatsoever. And I totally get that. That's really fucked up that they did that. Like, I think, like, the optics are, like, totally fucking wrong. And the fact that she's not even a main character in the show is just, like, how the fuck do you even come to that decision? Which is very weird. And then he goes into, like, things that are kind of like... There's a... He, he has a Facebook post. If we go to, like, Simu Liu. I think it's his name. Last name is pronounced Liu. If you go to, like, his Facebook post, it's, like, a seven part thing of like the problems with the show that he had you know they're all they're all pretty valid and some of them are like kind of like behind the scenes stuff and some of them might seem like it's kind of like whiny actor stuff but at the same time it's like you know somebody like wants to help you write the show that's actually asian about an asian family and you only have one other asian writer in the room then why wouldn't you like ask for his opinion you know but i guess there was like an issue there so it's like I mean, usually I, I would kind of like, you know, dust these things, brush these things off. But after watching season five, I was like, yeah, it seems like the writing for the show kind of went more generic funny and not like more specific to like an immigrant family funny, which is like the, what really brought many people to the show was like seeing this, you know, Korean immigrant, immigrant family um, navigating Canadian life 
and the fact that they had to like kind of accept things in Canadian life, which is Canadian life is pretty close to American life. So like un like accepting people that were different from them, like you know, drag queens and gay people, all those other spectrums. Like the the way they uh, really at attacked like all these social issues in the show were like brilliant. Like when it came to like the the, the whole gay uh, discount thing, and like I think it was like the first episode it was like yeah, it was hilarious. It was hilarious, but you didn't you're not getting that same level of writing in the fifth season. So yeah, it, there's a there's a lot of stuff that kind of like got left out with season five too because like um, so if you didn't know, uh, the guy who plays Jung is going to be uh. New, the first Asian Marvel superhero um, in the theaters, right? That's correct, right? Yeah. He's playing um, Shang Li or Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi, yeah. But uh, yeah, like you, it's interesting because he he really enjoyed doing the show and like he had to like while he's filming the Marvel movie, they he he couldn't. He basically couldn't reply to his role that much because he was filming the other movies or he's filming the movie, and it kind of shows in the in the show because like he's not really in it like for the first half of the season, and then all of a sudden he comes back. But like, it's just I don't know. It, season five was kind of weird. Like they 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 didn't it didn't have that feel. I mean I'm not sure if it was because of what he said. So I, literally I read what he said about the show and then all of a sudden I watched season five and I was like okay yeah there's something worried about the show like it's not the the, the charisma the, the creativity like nothing's really kicking off in the show that's really piquing my interest but i still power through it but um yeah just i don't know just 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 like you said like season five just didn't live up to all the previous seasons like they didn't they it didn't end on like a very high i mean the first episode started off kind of sad with what we learned about the mom and things but like i just yeah. I, there's something there's something that was weird. I couldn't just really put my finger on it. Yeah, the, the first episode, I was like, oh, this is, like, deep, like, super emotional in the first episode, you know, of, like, uh, of the mom. I'm not going to say, like, what happens if you're going to watch the show. But it was, like, really emotional, like, what happens to the mom. And it was just like, all right. And then you get to, like, writing that wasn't as good anymore. Like, yeah. I would give, like, a, a really good example of, like, without getting too specific... Blue, you're gonna, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. There was like an episode that I watched the other night about the the party with Shannon. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, and then when she, she had like a party for the coworkers. Yeah, and then she got mad about what happened, and then she like basically gave them all shit work. And I'm like, liter literally, you're let you're. <laughs> it's retaliation <laughs> for a party, and like you're literally retaliating against like all these minority underlings. Mm -hmm. All of them <laughs> are minorities and underlings. And you're you're lashing out at them for what happened at a party, and it was just like if somebody was had like a real voice as a writer, they'd be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that, um, especially because she's like the only Caucasian character and the boss. And it was just like, but nobody like if somebody said anything about it, nobody listened, and they just pushed it out. And it was just like this is not this is not good. Like the optics, the optics on this are not good. That you that you lash out on people that are washing cars and giving them shit work because a party didn't go right the way that you wanted it to go. And that's that's kind of one of the things they missed in, in season five is that 
we never see anybody working behind the counter, like serving, like helping customers. Like everybody that they have on the show works in the back. Yeah. I mean, we see like we see them every now and then helping somebody in the front, but like, yeah, it just seems like everybody just works on the back. Like they have a back manager, which is fucking parents. <laughs> yeah, that's another like. It should have been Jung being the man. Like that's another thing. Is it's, it's like you said, like his thing. It's like the, the writers for the show. There was literally only one uh, Korean writer for the show, and I felt like as time went on. Like, that guy's ideas got pushed way further back into the queue. And then you got all these more generic generic ideas. And I'm just like, it, it's a shame because that's... It's not it's not what I wanted to see. I mean, it's still... Don't get me wrong. It's still funny, but it's just more of a generic funny. It's not, yeah. it's not like, more specific to, like, an actual lived experience kind of funny. If you guys are, you know... Watch the show, definitely. Like, watch all five seasons. It's, I, I definitely I still recommend watching all five seasons but you'll see like at least in my opinion there's a drop off on the writing on season five overall I, I enjoyed the show it, it was it's a fresh cause like I, I gave shit about like uh, like the show Fresh Off the Boat I hate that fucking name for the first show because going up as a kid like that was an insult that you would say to an Asian person like oh you you're fresh off the boat, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you have a show called Fresh Off the Boat. Like, what the fuck? Like, what were you guys thinking? And even though I hear it's a really good show and blah, blah, blah but I, I have the same feeling for Blackish. I yeah. feel like Blackish is a very insulting name for a TV show because that was an insult back in the day if you were, like, a black person who yeah. who acted white. Like, oh, you're you're Blackish. Like, you're not you're not real black, but you're Blackish. So it's like... Like what the fuck? So I, I haven't watched either of those shows. I just I hate the fucking titles. And like I guess there's like the, the other show like the Go Birds too. Like that's a show I wouldn't watch either just because it just sounds like it just sounds like they're making fun of like a racist term for some reason. Even though it's Go Bird, but like that's like a stereotype. Like I feel like that's a stereotypical like name that you give somebody who's Jewish, basically. Oh, that's just my I, opinion. Yeah, I, I I don't know about the Go Birds. I think that's like a legit because there's. I'm pretty sure there's people out there with the last name Goldberg, so oh, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I never would think of it as a racist fan. To me, Goldberg is just like you know another family name, like the Cosby's or something. Well, it's know. it's like if uh, like just imagine somebody that's like called some random, you know, person of African descent as a woman, just called her Shaniqua, like. Hmm. So I kind of get where Blue's coming from. It's like, the name's probably not Shaniqua, but, you know, it's kind of like a, it's, it, 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 it borders okay. so on the derogatory. Perfect, the perfect example is Whoopi Goldberg. So her real name is something like, her name I mean, is not Her real name is Karen. Her real name is Karen. Yeah. Karen. And like, the reason why she chose the last name Her real name is Terrence? Be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's a Karen. So like the the whole reason why she chose the last name Gober is because she felt that was the Jewishest name that she could like find or something like that. Like, and I, I mean I guess maybe I'm just old or just just the way I there probably been like a bunch of jokes or comedians I've heard that just use that name for just defines why who's Jewish. And so I think that's probably why him named Gober for a TV show just doesn't sit right with me. God damn it! Wait, is, is her name is, is Whoopi Karen Elaine Johnson? Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg's oh. name. 
Nowhere near fucking Whoopi Goldberg. Like, how the hell? I, I, so the I mean, why she, what, what if she is Jewish, though? I don't know. Is she I Jewish? She could be. Yeah, she could be Jewish. But so the reason why her name is Whoopi is because apparently she didn't like to hold her farts in. She would fart all over the fucking time. I mean, that's pretty and fucking so funny. so people gave her their nickname, Whoopi, after the Whoopi Cushion. <laughs> that's where she gets the fucking name, Whoopi. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. I, I, I basically learned that shit yesterday. God <laughs> yeah, damn. So she's been married three times. I didn't know this. Um, but not for, yeah. very, not for very long. Yeah, I think to... she married somebody. She had like a Vegas wedding to somebody pretty high profile, didn't she? Uh, she married somebody pretty quick. Lyle Trachenberg, that probably is the person, or David Klitz. Maybe. This is the people that she's married to, right? Uh, Alvin Martin, she was married in 1973, divorced in 1979. David Klassian, married in 1986, divorced in 1988. And Lyle Trachenberg, married in 1994, divorced in, divorced in 1995. Good job on you, yeah. Whoopi, for not getting married ever fucking again. Stop it. Cause especially because you got <laughs> money. What the fuck are you going to get married? Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think her first marriage... Because she has a daughter. She has... Alexandria Martin. I know she has a daughter. I don't know how many more kids she has. She just, may have three kids. Just... I think it's just one. Alexandria Martin. Yeah. Yeah, so then she has her older daughter. I know we talked about it before, but she's got an EGOT, right? She's got like three awards. She's she got a, a few. No, but she has like she has like the a Tony, uh, Grammy, and something else. Yeah, all all I care about is that she's in Picard season two as Guinan. Oh, she, That's she what is. I care about. She will be. I can't wait. That's gonna be great. It's a great show too. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And they're bringing and they teased uh, Q coming back. So Q, Guinan, and Picard all over again. I, I can't wait. I'm super excited. And then, um, Cronus, I don't know if you saw the season four trailer for Star Trek Discovery. Because that's coming back I into summer. Not. I have not. Oh, you haven't? Oh, it's actually pretty interesting. And it's They show kind of a lot. I think she does have a knee guy. Um, so she has an Academy Award, a BAFTA Award, a Critics' Choice Teen Awards. And em- oh. two Emmys, two Golden Globes, mm-hmm. a Grammy, mm-hmm. and a Tony Award. Yeah, she he got. Yeah, and he so. got biff, 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 biff. Yeah, she's got. Yeah, she's got a lot, with no eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. But I mean, she's fucking successful. Yeah, she, you know. She does have the egot. And telling people off in the view. For sure. Yeah. So no. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to her in Star Trek. I want to see her again. I, wonder, I love I love Guy I mean, character. This is something I want to ask her. If honestly, well, I couldn't ask her on like a podcast. I want to ask her like on the down though. Like, why does she have eyebrows? Was she born like that, or does she shave her eyebrows? No idea. Because she does like I tell might people, get punched. Up. I tell people like she doesn't have eyebrows. Or like she doesn't. I'm like no, she doesn't. She like as far as I've seen, she's never had. And I, I don't know if it's a medical condition or what, but I've never seen her with eyebrows. And no, and nobody else seems to recognize this shit. Look, if you just heard me say that, look up Whoopi, Go- look up Whoopi Goldberg, look up all of her images, and then if you can find one with eyebrows, send it to me, because I've never seen her with eyebrows. And it's just, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's, I don't want to say it's weird. It's kind of weird. It's just, mm. it's just not, um, not normal. It's not something you normally see. You know what I mean? Someone with no eyebrows. I, I guess you didn't see, like, 
you know, chicks that were in gangs that used to draw their eyebrows and shave that shit off all the time. The little hyenas and all that. Well, but she's not drawing them back. And stuff. She's just not drawing them back. Hmm? She doesn't draw them mm-hmm. back. Like, she's just, she just doesn't have eyebrows. I wonder if it's hmm. like, if that's an on-purpose thing. I'm not trying to clown her at uh, all. I'm just... I'm, honestly, well, you know what? It, I just, it could I'm be just a genetic wondering. thing. It could be. It could be, it could be a genetic disease. Could I'm, be. I'm just really curious on why she doesn't have eyebrows. So I think a good barometer would be to see if you can find an image of her daughter and see if her daughter has eyebrows. She probably does. And if she doesn't, then it's probably a hereditary thing. That'd be interesting. Oh wait, um, hold on here. Hold on. There's an article about why she doesn't have eyebrows. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> This is the art this is the name of the article. Here's why Whoopi Goldberg doesn't have eyebrows. You probably never noticed. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Most people never noticed. Because I noticed. I noticed when she was on well, I used to watch the The Next Generation when she was guiding. I'm like, why oh, she's this? Guiding, yeah. And then I remember her obviously as a comedian. I'm like, why doesn't she have eyebrows? Why is nobody talking about this? <laughs> but nobody talks about it. So anyway, I'll read the article and you uh, go ahead and keep talking. Does she All have, right. uh, wait, did she have like some kind of health thing oh. with her eyebrows or did he's, she shave them and they just never he, go back? He's trying to figure it out right now because there's an article dedicated to it. It sounds, I'm, I would say it's probably a hereditary or oh, some kind of genetic disease. It's maybe. Um, so apparently she might have. But uh, we got to talk about some stuff that's coming up. We got some oh, big stuff she coming up. It. Okay. According to an interview in 2016, Whoopi Goldberg mentioned she doesn't like facial hair and chose to shave them. Oh. So it's a decision. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's her sure. decision. So what question? There you go. She probably got some fucking hair, bro. You know what it might be is that, you know how it's like some women have facial hair? Mm-hmm. Other than eyebrows, obviously. Um, and it just goes out of control. So maybe for her, she saw that when she was younger and just fuck it. Like I'm just gonna show it all. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But most people, yeah, they don't they don't notice or even have a clue that she has no eyebrows. I I even remember where I was because I remember somebody told me like I think it was Aunt Pink was here on the podcast. I think we like we first kicked off the show. I think somebody mentioned that she didn't have eyebrows. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And like you, you go back and look at all the pictures, like holy shit, you can go back and watch Sister Act one. And you'll see she ain't got no eyebrows. You go to Jeffy Jack, Jeffy Jack Flash, and go back to Ghost. Well, I, no eyebrows. I think the thing is with her, it looks so because that's her face, right? Obviously, she's very fucking famous. Everybody knows who she is, and they just assume that that's just. I think that there's a lot of things where people just uh, uh, they mentally fill in things for stuff, and I think oh, yeah. for her, that's probably one of them is that they assume that she has eyebrows. And then when somebody brings it up, it's like, oh, shit, she doesn't. And she never has. <laughs> like, as far as she's been, like, famous, as far as I've seen. I can't find a picture with her with eyebrows. Oh, like she's, probably been, she's probably been doing it since the 70s, so you probably won't. I was going to say, you can find her with eyebrows in color purple. Color, color purple. No. Maybe. No. You cannot. I'm looking up. All kinds of pictures. Oh god, I found a picture of, like of her with like Photoshop eyebrows, and, that, and it looks fucking weird. All right, so you know what? Hold on, this doesn't. Whoopi, you won. You won. If you had eyebrows, you'd look fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> or weird. It's like 
There's like some, uh, uh, there's like some kind of, I don't know what, what to call it, but there's like some kind of photos out there where they take celebrities and they flip their face upside down, but their <laughs> yeah. eyes are still right side up, and it looks, it, it, you can recognize them like, like with no problem. But once you flip the picture upside down and your eyes are upside down, it that it just looks weird as hell. It's so interesting how like eyes play a huge role. Like it's interesting because with my with my son, um, I was talking with my with his doctor, his pediatrician, and she, she was saying how like like with everybody wearing masks, they're, they're noticing that babies actually recognize people by their eyes. So like like babies could tell like when you're smiling and stuff by your basically your your eyes basically, which is kind of cool. And I just thought it was a fun little fact, but. We can switch gears yeah. to something non-eyebrow Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had, we got to go a, a little deep on this real quick because uh, we had a reveal today, or not a reveal. I guess it was a reveal, a reveal teaser. So I came out of closet. No, it was uh, some Battlefield stuff. We saw some Battlefield 2042 teaser. There's like a, I think it's like 45 seconds, maybe a minute. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people were kind of freaking, freaking out a little bit. Um, it's been what three years? Two years since Battlefield? Battlefield. Yeah, Battlefield Five. I think Battlefield Five was 2017. I think maybe 2018. Um, but yeah, 2042 is the big thing. Um, we see a teaser ahead of E3. Now E3 is next week. It is June twelfth, so it's in like four days. I can't wait. Yeah, so we're gonna see more stuff. So we're it's weird because we're gonna see some some stuff about Battlefield Two um, next week. So we're gonna see a multiplayer trailer, I guess, or gameplay, and then EA has their EA State of Play or the EA Play Day, which will be July twenty second. We're gonna see more on there as well so uh as of now apparently there's a bunch of secret modes in this new battlefield that were not really discussed and we will see one of them next week at e3 and then apparently more will come out on july 22nd we'll see uh, maybe this new mode that's been super hush hush that a lot of people are thinking it's like a um a throwback to battlefield um bad company that will be releasing the game or maybe a zombie mode there's rumors that it's super a ton of rumors floating around um what we do know about the game is that there will be no single player which a lot of people are freaking out about which yeah. I'll, I'll step i'll step back to in a second and then um no battle royale so uh, a lot of people are like oh that's kind of they feel like people are shooting they're shooting themselves in the foot that they should include this um there's going to be some pretty um i guess some pretty hard overhaul changes on the on the squads so the thing about the squads normally you can squad up with five people and usually there's like a um a squad leader with your squad leader you have like slightly different like um abilities like you can call in airstrikes at least in battlefield 5 you can call in airstrikes um other and other battlefields you can call out like attack points and stuff or defend points so in this one apparently there's going to be um what they call specialists 
and these will be like hero characters to the squad and they will have unique abilities um per character i guess they're gonna kind of do the um rainbow six route where you're getting um i guess battle packs that'll have different specialists to unlock for you know everyone or or i guess randomly or something similar to that and then um you can see them in the trailer so if you're wondering you know what's going on with the specialists in the trailer the specialists all have um a unique uniform you can see their um like rank or whatnot compared to everybody else and uh a few of them have the uh squirrel suit or the the flight jacket suit or whatever those are the specialists um also new to the game i guess you can play an entire match with just yourself versus ai bots or you can play with you and friends against a whole ai bots um that's kind of new and different usually it's always you know uh pvp kind of stuff um for the current generation of consoles so it'll be pc ps5 and xbox series x or s there will be 128 players on the battlefield so 128 concurrent um players in the game versus up to ps4 and xbox one will only have 64 players it's just like the current ones up up to or yes up to because there's not i mean there's people going to quit but i'm i have battlefield 5 oh no it has 64 players in it yeah, but it's something so, like it's pretty common that they don't get up to that sort of number. So yeah, I mean, but it's thirty-two and thirty-two. Um, Battlefield One was that. Battlefield Five is like that. Um, there's still some weird stuff that people are not. I mean, people were complaining about you know no campaign, but Black Ops, Call of Duty, Black Ops Four had no campaign. All it was was battle royale and multiplayer and it didn't that do, was it it didn't do nearly as well as the one with multiplayer which is cold war it did or modern actually, warfare because modern yeah. warfare had single player so battlefield they need, to, they need to they need to learn from this like if you're gonna put the game out with no single player which i think is a total mistake um and then to have like sort of limited modes um seems stupid to me because i mean call of duty is gonna continue to kick your ass they got zombies and shit. What is what does Battlefield have? Yeah. They just have what? What does Battlefield have? I mean, Call of Duty has zombies, multiple different modes of zombies. You know, single player so, and oh. multiplayer. What the fuck does Battlefield like, have? Been a... So Battlefield twenty forty two keep most of their uh, modes are under wraps. That we are going to find out more at E three. At least one more mode at E three, and then like I was saying at E uh, E A. Uh, state of play or ea play date on july 22nd we'll see their new mysterious mode that everyone's been talking about which could be zombies so dumb. or it could be something else i don't know no, but most of their modes are not are not disclosed go ahead Blue. well back in back in the day when I, I like when i used to do a lot of uh pc gaming like that the fun thing about playing battlefield was that they had vehicles and like planes and shit like that like that yeah. shit was fucking dope playing those games but like i'm watching a trailer right now and the trailer it, in the beginning, it feels like it could be a there could be a campaign just because of like you know we got people fucking dying because the plane is crashing or whatever not. But like like later on in the trailer, like if you have 128 fucking people playing at the same game level, like I don't know, that seems like that seems like too many fucking people. Well, that's, in, in my fucking you, you can make a you can make a, that's a huge fucking map. Yeah, you're a big map. 
Oh, but yeah. The, the Apparently, pro- all their maps would be huge. So Okay, so it their marketing is terrible. If they're going to, you know, talk about new modes and other subsequent things or, you know, whatever reveal, it's stupid. If you got if you have decent marketing, you want to make make an impact on the first fucking thing you do, the first one, all right. So you need to fucking punch people in the face. Like, listen, these are our modes. This is why you should play this this game. But that's not what anybody got from this first reveal. So their buzz is is already reduced. So they can say whatever the fuck they want at E three or state of play or whatever. But their buzz is gone because they. they we, Everybody's going to think, including me, obviously, that we're just going to get another Battlefield and it's not going to be as good as Call of Duty and it's going to have less modes. So what they should have done, which would have been way fucking smarter, is announce a mode that Call of Duty doesn't fucking have. Or at least is as good as Call of Duty. Instead of, like, you're getting, like, the same game that you've been getting, but it's a few years later. You know, it's like, come on, man. So, like I said, we will see come E3, whatever... I mean, if they're just announcing um, standard team deathmatch and all that next week, then that's another diminish to their buzz. But if they come out next week with a totally different mode or whatever, because they're, they're first to go. They're the, they are day one at E3. It's them and um, one other company I forgot right now, because Tenry is already posted on E3's website. They're day one. So uh, we will see what they come through. They need to show off their multiplayer, and they need to show off their new whatever kind of mode that is unique from Call of Duty. If that they have a mode, in. yeah. Well, yeah. So I, I have a quick question. What does the tornado have to do with uh, with being a battlefield? It's just an environmental oh, right? effect. Weather. It's just it's yeah. a weather effect. So it will change how you play. I mean, they have it in some of the other games, like Battlefield Four. One of them had there was a storm. In one of them, um, I think uh, Battlefield One. One. Oh yeah, Battlefield One. When you're in England, depending on what you're, what day, what time of the day you're playing, there'd be fog in the map, so you couldn't see in front of you. There be so fog was, on the map. Yeah, yeah so like that was pretty that was interesting. Kind of funny. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so according to, because I had to get um, some of the information from other like uh, media outlets that had reviewed the game with the developers. So DICE put these people in the room, talked about what they're going to see, and then they put the trailer out. But then they didn't have... There's commentary by people who were with the DICE developers that were talking about the story will be played out through the specialists, what the specialists do. One of the maps will be like a revolving map. There's no story. Because you you play on a... There's, There's no story. Well, they're saying there's a story played out through the specialist. There's just no single player, but they're saying there is a story. Just like uh, uh, Titanfall. Titanfall did the same thing. There's no single player in the original Titanfall, and the story played out based on the modes that you play. So playing those modes, you would hear commentary and whatnot, and they're supposed to flesh out the story. Uh, most people didn't care. All they cared about was getting their mech. That's all I cared about was getting my mech and killing people. But it worked out. <laughs> This is kind of interesting. Uh, so I'm on the E3's website, and like, they kind of have different tiers for different, uh, I guess, developers that are out there. So for Pinnacle, they have Nintendo and Xbox because Sony's not going to be there. But for, yeah, Sony opt out. Yeah, for Premiere, they have uh, Ubisoft, uh, uh, Square Enix, and Verizon. Like, what the hell Verizon. is Verizon going to be having on? Or going to be premiering? 
Probably some mobile game or something. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. they're getting Fortnite or something. I don't. I don't know. Then in, no in the league class, you have Comcast or Capcom and fucking Freedom Games, which sounds like a mobile gaming type deal. Mm-hmm. But for show, showcase, we have Warner Brothers, uh, Bandai, Gearbox, the makers of uh, fucking uh, Borderlands, Sega, uh, Binge, some other companies I've ever seen before. But I, it's kind of, it's, I don't know. I just, I'm glad G4 is semi back. I mean, I, I like to see, I, I don't know if they're going to be covering E3, but no, I like to see. Yeah. Like, it's the sad part. I'm like, I'm reading media partners and I don't see G4 in there, which is sad. But I mean, Listen, G4 is, they're not totally up yet, so I get it, mm. but I, I would love to, I would, I would love to see G4 way more than IGN. Sorry, IGN. Um, Damn. I, I really miss, uh, EG, uh, I'm sorry, I really miss having G4 on the floor at E3 and, you know, having this, there is no IGN personality that I like more than the personalities that were on G4 be honest yeah. to this day you know even jessica chobot i thought she was cool there are a couple of other people i think were cool but no, nobody you know matched a kevin Pereira, or you know a morgan webb or you know various other people that were on you know g4 and i don't know if they ever will because they were never a real um like cable channel and i don't know if yeah i know I don't know if it's for better or for worse. And there's been some really good people on there that are not for, with them anymore. They're part of, like, kind of funny games. But I think at G4, they, they have, like, this mysticism about them and, like, really things that brought me into them that IGN never really captured. And, I, and I, obviously, I've been with IGN for longer than I was with G4 TV. I was with IGN um, back when he had to pay for, like, cheat codes and shit. Oh, hey. You know, like, a long-ass uh, time ago. I remember because I was like, there was some kid that I made uh, a gaming rig for. It was a, it was a kid of a coworker of mine, when I was making gaming rigs for people, or any kind of computer rig. But he wanted a gaming rig, so I built him a gaming rig, and he wanted to play games, but he wanted to know how to, like beat some game. And I was like, here, just use my fucking login for IGN, and you, they'll give you a walkthrough. And he was using it for like a really long time, and this is like in the fucking early two thousands, mm-hmm. you know. And that's well before G4, but G4 just, they, they beat them, and then they went away. Uh, I I gotta say, though, IGN's walkthroughs are actually pretty fucking legit. Like, oh, yeah, they would yeah. post their walkthroughs, like, for free. Like, it was funny, because there's books that you could pay 13, 15 bucks for, but yet I can get the same information for free from IGN in steps, and probably a bit more coherent. Yeah, like, I, I it was, it was great. Because if you went to game back in the day, it was Game Facts. And I guess Game Facts is hosted by IGN, and or at least it is well, now. now. I don't know if it was now. back then, but uh, like everything was on there. Like literally, you could Keep find it. a walkthrough for Atari games on there. Yeah. Like if you look, they had games from like almost every system. You just look it up and then type in the game, and it was most likely there. And then they had. Um, feedback from users They're like hey if you have a walkthrough and you're like part of our community you can post a walkthrough and there's hella people posting walkthroughs and people would comment hey this is great you forgot about this and they would update and stuff it was great it would help like either if you're playing a game that had really bad design 
and you couldn't get through a walkthrough, but like, hey, there's this weird glitch in this game. This is how you beat this. This is how you circumvent this. Here's your walk around or work around or whatever. And it worked out great. It's perfect. What's so, what's so crazy about like the, the, the whole, I call the game FAQs, but uh, what's so great about that is that like, that's game facts, it looks, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was game it's both, game hold on. <laughs> Sorry, both are, both are correct. Yeah. I'm just saying that's it's what Old Ninja was saying too. Game facts. Yeah, yeah. So my my the whole cool thing about it all was that the fucking even though it was a website, like the, the walkthroughs were just fucking simple fucking text. all text. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like graphics, anything. It was fucking it wasn't WordPress. It was fucking like notebook. Like there's <laughs> ASCII, fucking, fucking yeah, ASCII code. <laughs> and like if they drew, if they wanted like uh, pictures, it would be an ASCII like picture yeah. of like yeah. a maze or whatnot. I'm like, oh. Like even though this is actually, I can totally see where I need to go like, and want the picture work. <laughs> yeah, the map would be this weird ASCII map, but it worked out. It was it was like perfectly rendered. It was like a perfectly text maze or what. It was great. It's perfect. Like, like there's a story. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but there was a dad who wanted his kid to go through all the generations of games before he gave him like the, the most recent console. <laughs> and like, I would tell my kid, okay, look, if you only can cheat if you use this one website. That's the only website you can use for getting fucking cheat codes, whatever. Game facts. <laughs> yeah, you gotta use game facts. Like, come on, you gotta, that was like, that was a go-to fucking shit. Like, that shit was like, that's like, what was also so crazy about it is that like, they had like cheat codes for like Game Shark and there the fucking mm-hmm. Game GD. And they had like, uh, sure not, did. They even I had think- like, they even have like European sure. or like uh, uh, Europe and Japan games on there too. So if you mm-hmm. have like a, a JP game that you want to play with, like for example, like Dragon Ball's like Dragon Ball Z, they have for Nintendo. They had a fucking cheat code on there, and they even have like they actually have a game fucking moves on there as well, which is fucking dope. Dude, you know what's crazy is that what, what really started this whole like you know FAQs, frequently asked questions, uh, game facts, um, is back in the day with with Nintendo and Nintendo Power. Nintendo was the mm-hmm. first real company to, like, have people go through and play the games. Like, you could literally call this back when we were kids. Except for Old Ninja, because he's older than dirt. Back when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You could literally, you can get an issue at Nintendo Power. You can call up, like, the, I think it was, like, the Nintendo Power Line or whatever. And you could tell them where you were in a game and tell them you were stuck. And they would walk you through. Obviously, you had to pay for it. They would walk you through how to get through the level. I never had to do that. But the fact that that was even available back then was fucking amazing. And that's how you get these things today of like how they have, you know, first game, you know, FAQs. And now they have videos, obviously. But it all started because of Nintendo. Because Nintendo, they saw that like a bunch of people were getting stuck on their games. And they wanted a way to um, to walk them through but also make money off of it. And so they were fucking geniuses to like make that Nintendo Power Hotline... Where gamers can call in, be like, "Hey, I'm stuck. How do I do this?" Somebody would like literally go through like a fucking third ring binder, or if they knew it by memory, some people did. They knew it by memory, like, "Hey, this is how you get through this. Let's, you know, let's do it." And that's just an amazing part of gaming history, and people take it for granted now. But back when I was a kid, like it wasn't available. All like it, w- it was available after like midway through like the Nintendo, the first Nintendo life cycle, but it wasn't available mm-hmm. for like for Atari. You know, and I don't think Sega Genesis really had that thing at all up until like you got real gaming magazines, and that's when you got like the the EGMs and the uh, the various other 
uh, gaming magazines. We had to like read the magazines to get through it. And the internet came around. Then you can go through the internet. But those were FAQs. You know, but that's mm-hmm. just like interesting gaming history that I think most people just like take for granted, which I don't. Yeah. Uh, EGM, uh, for before it was EGM, it was spelled out as Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah. I guess they're still around, aren't they? Because I, I, I don't read them anymore. They might be. I mean, I wish they were. This is. Yeah, yeah. This is hilarious because there's a Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and all it is is like there's people who are just experiencing Mass Effect for the first time, but they're posting like they need help and stuff. But there's literally FAQs from like back in 2010, or even <laughs> or probably still valid. The first, yeah, yeah, they are, yeah, because they're. I mean, they show the highest rated facts or walkthroughs are at the top of the list. There's like five of these. And there's different ones for each each of the games. It's hilarious. Oh, and look, if you're looking, it literally lists. Um, pro, looks like a hundred and almost two hundred systems. So uh, the first the first line is like the most current ones, but it has like N sixty four, Wii, Wii U, Vita, and then one hundred and twenty one more other systems. Like a ton of these are on here. What's what's crazy to me is like I I very rarely use walkthroughs for anything unless I, so I've platinum more than a few games. I've I have a shitload of trophies on my PS, PlayStation, whatever. PlayStation profile, I guess at this point in time because it spans you know what five fucking generations. Anyway, um, the only time I really need to look up how to do something is if I need to get it actually even then with my Platinums it's pretty rare because most Platinums it tells you how the fuck to it basically tells you how to get them mm-hmm. like in the thing but every now and again I'd have to look it up I'd probably say like maybe five times I had to look up like a walkthrough maybe I would be generous maybe ten times I had to look up like an actual walkthrough like how to get through a game or how to Platinum it but usually you can get through it uh, but I think most people are just they're just used to like having that information, you know, readily available to them. I'm not. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I didn't know this because someone pointed it out. But like, even the hidden trophies, if you just press like yeah, triangle, it tells yeah. you what to do. Yeah, it tells you what to do. <laughs> like, what? this isn't hidden. If it doesn't tell me, if you tell me what to do, if I just hit this button. Like, what the hell? I'm like, looks like I can platinum this if I oh, just shit. do this. I've been muted this whole time. Really? That you? All you had to do is hit fucking triangle for it to show what the hidden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is. If you highlight it, you hit triangle, and it well, tells you what you need to do. I mean, some... I'm, I'm always, I'm going to PSN trophy such and such to find out what the fucking hidden trophy is. And I could have just hit the triangle the whole fucking time. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's still hard, or it still might be kind of vague, but it gives you definitely more detail than you know hidden trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean. My Cronus says there's a lot of trophies that there's probably about 10, maybe 12 that I had to look up. Yeah. And I can tell you one of them because it was it was super weird because I had no idea how to solve it. And it was um, Batman Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum. And it was the Calendar Man. Oh, it was yeah. the Calendar Man one yeah. because you literally had to um, you literally had day. to visit him on specific dates. And you would have to wait, if you did it legitimately, you'd have to wait a whole year to complete that achievement. Or but the you way just you change the time you, on the fucking place. Yeah, you change your date and time on your system, so you have to unplug from the internet. And then you need to change the time on your system, visit Calendar Man, and it'll it'll progress your achievement or um, 
or trophy. And once you get to, I think there's literally 12. You had to do one per month. So you had, yeah. to, do tw- you had to go to him 12 times. Once you did the 12 All times, the it would unlock. And then you need to like plug back in so that way it will register that you unlock the achievement slash trophy. That was one of the trickier ones that I've had to look up. Because there's a bunch of like dates that he hints at that I didn't know were actual like events or whatever. There's like super weird anniversaries that it's like boxing, were super vague. Boxing Day. That's Canadian, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm not sure if I guys mentioned this, but like I know when I when I walked out of the room, you guys were talking about Nintendo Power and how like they had like they, were you guys talking about the hotline they had for if you wanted help oh yeah, yeah. game yeah. okay yeah because I remember that shit like you if you need to help with a game you call like some like not a, not an 800 number you call like a nine 900 number which oh, means that like, you were being charged yeah yeah two, what two ninety nine a minute five yeah, ninety nine a minute yeah fucking mouth. <laughs> Super crazy. It's crazy. I listen to um, there's a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, and they talk about 900 mm-hmm. numbers, and like, and there's there's a limited number. There's a limited number amount of numbers that are 900 numbers. So you have to like join some kind of registry to be able to get a 900 number. But then this was like back in the day. But now they have like you have like your 899 and your 999. Like they 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 yeah. increase the the width of the 900 numbers. I just remember those 900 numbers had like commercials late at night. It's like call these 800 numbers where the, these women are waiting for you. Oh I'm yeah. Like, Hold on. There's no way that these chicks are waiting for you on this phone. But there's people calling, spending 5.99, 7.99 a minute, just like talking what? to random chicks that were like at home in their curlers with their like two three kids. Some dude named Chuck down in Grandma's basement. I just saw this one story about a guy who he got a 900 number and he used that for for. Um, like responding to like ads and stuff like that so whenever you get those those calls basically he was making like i think he was making like about a, i don't know maybe like an extra 500 dollars a month from people calling that 900 number because they were solicitors or whatever That's and then awesome. once, it, once the news found out about it they were contacting him through that number two so his amount skyrocketed to two thousand a month from news agencies reaching out to him which is kind of funny I'm gonna set that up so that way all these like scam callers get get in charge when they call. Do you get the Do you guys get the Chinese calls? A little bit less Wait. now because my new uh, OnePlus phone it does a better job with like editing out spam calls. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got them for a long time. I still get the vehicle warranty ones, which is like. Oh yeah. I get those less, but I still I get them maybe once a month now versus every day. I used to get them every day it was driving me nuts so back to e3 though uh what are you all hoping to see at e3 what y'all trying to see because this uh, is next monday playstation 6 no it's not next monday uh, it's, it's this fucking friday what are you talking about is it friday oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. Friday. my bad Which I, was yeah, like, I, was, I looked it up and i was like fuck if it's on like yeah, monday, so it's this weekend if it's monday through wednesday i can usually if i'm if work's not busy i can put it on my one of my screens and then uh pay attention but on friday i probably can't because my well, actually, maybe we'll see. Because my my daughter is sort of a gamer now, so hmm. maybe we can watch it together. But then she has to go to school and I have to work out. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking. I, I want to see uh, God of War Ragnarok. I mean, that's probably the number one thing I want to see. To be honest with you, um, okay. I know it's, it's been pushed back, but I want to see some sort of cinematic about that. That's my number one thing I want to see. I know uh, we got. I know we got a sneak peek for West Side, <laughs> Horizon West Side. Mm. Yeah. Fucking dope. 
Um, I, I would, I was gonna say that, but I'm actually looking forward to God of War also. But I would also like to see if there's like any new IPs that come out. I want to see something like badass, fresh for the PS5, and maybe if there's any cool like VR stuff that's coming out too, because it's been a while since I booted up my VR. Like I've been, I've been dying to turn that shit on again. I'm actually a little surprised from Cronus. I figured you'd have a longer list because uh, I would expect that there would be a lot more like Switch related content that you'd want to see. Like maybe a Metroid announcement, Breath of the Wild 2, which is everyone's thinking that they're going to announce it coming this uh, this week. Um, so, yeah, what was the other one? yeah. I, I... I would obviously really love for to hear about a new Metro game. That that would be on top of my list. But they just switched uh, studios last year, so I would not expect anything from Metroid at all. Um, Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild, um, I don't expect to hear a lot about either because of the whole COVID thing. Um, I don't expect to hear a lot about games that I've already heard of in development because of COVID. That's one of the main things. Mm-hmm. So if there's new things, obviously I wouldn't know about new things, um, but they, they'd be good to hear about. What I do want to hear from Nintendo, the number one thing from Nintendo I want to hear about would be a Switch Pro. I want mm. a new Switch to come out to give me an excuse to buy another Switch because, to be honest, K-Mac and my, my four-year-old have like, taken over <laughs> They my confiscated Switch. your Switch? That's their Switch. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm playing Hades and I just I want to keep playing, but... I can't because they confiscated my shit. But you know, whatever. We'll just we'll work through it. But yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I want yeah. newer hardware before... The, okay, let me just explain a little bit. The reason why I want the the Switch Pro to get announced before the, the games that I want to come out is because I want a higher fidelity game than what is currently available on the Switch hardware. So you can push back the Metroid and whatever other game and the and the new Zelda game Breath of the Wild push it back by two years to put it on new hardware that can play it in fucking 4K okay or at least 1080p god damn it but realistically <laughs> 4K like it needs to be in 4K at this point in time when we have you know the Playstation 5 and the Xbox One X even though there's not a lot of games off of the Xbox One X um, the fidelity of these games are fucking fantastic and Nintendo gets away with a lot with like, you know, yeah, they have great gameplay, but yeah, you know, the, the graphics aren't that great, but I think they're not going to get away with that shit forever. And I think right now is the, the time to really step up, make a larger console, and make it uh, up to modern standards, which in, which is 4K. Minimum. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, um... So for me, I'm hoping that I see all kinds. So I've been waiting on this game. Um, it got delayed, uh, but now they have an official release date, which is formally uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. It is now Rainbow Six Extraction, a zombie-style Rainbow Six game. Um, the release date is September 21st of 2021. Um, I'm looking forward to this, and uh, apparently with Ubisoft going on day one, we should be seeing something from this, because this was originally supposed to come out in December of 2020, and because of COVID, they pushed it back, and they're able to add more to the game, I guess, 
clean up some of the story apparently and um, add a couple of new modes. So I want to see what this is about, what it's going to be. Um, obviously, uh, Halo Infinite needs to be there because they're supposed to be releasing in September. So we need to see something. We need to see running no, uh, gameplay. That's 2022, bro. Uh, I mean, if it, if it needs to be, I'm fine with it because I don't need to spend you know, too much on that many games. Um, also, what I've been seeing, it looks like it's hinted. So Prodigy is super, uh, I guess... convinced that um, The Last of Us Part 2 is going to have multiplayer component. I think that we're going to see a multiplayer game based on The Last of Us and it's going to be completely separate and it's going to be a multiplayer like contingent game with its own story and then uh, multiplayer stuff. I will not be surprised if we do if we if we see that this coming weekend um also the nintendo stuff that i talked about um hopefully a breath of the wild or uh to breath of the wild 2 a metroid or something i also want to see monster hunter rise come to the other consoles because right now it's only on the switch i'm hoping there's like a uh a 4k version that comes to the current consoles or the other consoles i should say um what was the other stuff uh I guess a oh so we got a little teaser of a new Mass Effect. I want to see if Bioware is going to show up and be like, "Hey, this is what we've been working on. Um, we're not going to we're since we're not doing what, what Anthem ta- 2.0. What are you talking about? We're going. There was a teaser. There's a teaser trailer for a new Mass Effect, and it was it dropped the day that they announced um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So people are hoping that we're going to see this new this new mass effect this coming week but i didn't see we'll that, see yeah the th- they lost like it's the, they lost the two main people that are making mass effect so and, and three Andro- three main people yeah three. And andromeda casey hutton crazy casey hutton came back and then he left again so we'll see we'll see what happens so that's what i'm kind of looking for and also obviously some new ips um Oh, I want to see the Star Wars game that Ubisoft is working on. Their day one, they've been talking about an open-world Star Wars game. They're talking about how ambitious it is. So now I want to see something. So on Friday, I'm hoping Ubisoft will show us a whatever it is they're working on Star Wars. I I am suspecting that it will be a High Republic game based on the High Republic um, world because we're getting a live-action TV show, and it's going to be weird at least to me, that we're not going to have a game that complements this. So, uh, also, probably with weird? EA... Hmm? Why would it be weird? Because we're getting a live action... Because we got um, Fallen Order, which is basically set in between episode uh, 3 and 2, but it was the only... Basically, it's the only Star Wars game that's next-gen. Yeah, that but... and Well, that and Battlefield... Battle... Front. But there's no TV show and, or comic book about Fallen Order, so like, why is? Fallen... I mean, it falls in between like Andor and um, the Mand. Well, not the Mandalorian, but um, what was it? Uh, the Bad Batch and the Clone Wars. So it yeah. kind of because we see character, we see um, uh, Force Whitaker is in the game. His character Saw Gerrera shows up in the game. 
So we get those that connective tissue between those those shows because he shows up in Rebels, he shows up in Clone Wars, and then he shows up in um, Fallen Order. Yeah, that was the, so I well, that was kind of after the fact, but yeah, it, I, they don't need to be connected like between the all three mediums, like really, as far as I'm concerned. Just make mm-hmm. make a good game. I yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of that. And then there's rumors that there will be a Fallen Order Part 2, actually. So if we get that, that's fine. Hopefully we see that, but I'm not I'm not expecting that. I want to see what Ubisoft is doing with the Star Wars franchise, and I'm hoping we get to see that on Friday. That's my take. Okay. So I hope there's a new Batman game. Oh, well, hopefully we see Arkham. the... Yeah, no, what was the, the one with the whole Bat family? Oh, uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights. But no, I want, I, I want a fucking Arkham game. I, Arkham I mean, game. it's technically Gotham multiplayer is, Arkham. I mean, Arkham is fun and all, but uh, you having all the different characters just take away from having cool Batman shit. <laughs> having cool stuff that Batman can do, basically. Okay. In my opinion. Uh, We'll probably see more because that got pushed back till next year. So we'll probably yeah. see that when uh, WB Games goes on what Saturday or something. Well, I mean, with with Arkham Knight, I still have an issue with like the whole cape dynamics of the game. It just the cape didn't flow very well for me, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hmm. Like go back, like the cape did. They didn't. The law of physics for the cape was just really weird to me. Not to me. I thought it was great, but that's just me. Especially when you can use the cape to like deflect certain things. Thought it was dope. Well, compared to like the the Arkham games, like the cape physics wasn't the same. But I don't know. All right, all right. Moving on. We're gonna wrap. Oh, no, no, no. One last thing because I I forgot to talk about it last week. Uh, I wish yeah. I would have talked about it with uh, Prodigy or Stitch. Even you guys aren't really into sports that much. But Naomi Osaka, I need to talk about oh, yeah. it. Um, for yeah. for a minute because what happened to her made me fucking angry, like really angry. Uh, so basically, there is uh, the number one tennis player in the world is Naomi Osaka, and she has said before that she's had some mental health issues, which you know I understand because I go th- I have mental mental health issues as well. And she wanted to skip a media event. Yeah, yeah. it's a press press conference, and so. They fined her like $15,000 and then she was just like, oh, okay, well then I'm just going to pull out of the, this, I think it was the Australian Open or something like that. Pretty yeah. Sure it was Australian it's Australian Open. It's Australian Open because that's what's coming up yeah. pretty quick. And so people are, there's like a huge backlash. People just like, oh, well, you know, they're paying, you know, you need to do this, this and that. You're a millionaire, blah, blah. Fuck you. This is the reason why I'm, I'm... when I was younger. Actually, even to this day, I'm a pretty decent athlete. Alright, I'm not the fucking best athlete, but back in the day, I was a really good athlete. I I ran a uh, 4-4 40-yard dash, which is fucking very fast. Alright, so I got asked to be on the fucking football team every goddamn year since I was in junior high. And I was like, nah. Like, I'm not, I'm just not interested because I thought there was more to, there's more, um, there's more value to me in my mind than it was my body so and so when i see people that are getting treated this way especially people of color that are getting treated like shit because they're like oh well you're a millionaire 
You should be able to do this, this, and that, blah, 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 blah. No. Like, you should be able to do what the fuck you want to do. Like, you're, you're a free person. You know, quote, unquote, free. If you don't want to do something, it's your freedom to not do it. If you don't want to sit there in front of a bunch of cameras because your mental health is not the level that you want it to be at that certain point in time, why are you getting fined for that? Why do you need to dance monkey dance in front of some fucking cameras to ask you some fucking bullshit questions and then for people to get mad because you make more money than they do? I don't think people understand is people... There's another thing. It's like... People are paying her. People that are billionaires and trillionaires. So yeah, she makes millions. Got that. But there's people that are billionaires and trillionaires that are paying her that are fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Alright? That are demanding that she sits there in front of a camera when she's having a bad day and doesn't want to talk to you. She's 23 years old. She's a, she's a young lady. You know what I mean? Like, why are you demanding that she does these things for you? And then you say, oh, well, she makes a bunch of money, so she has to... No! No, the fuck she doesn't. Let her fucking take a day off. Why is she getting fined for this? It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And I am... I am glad that she just pulled out. That's the... That's the right move for me. It's like, listen, just remove yourself from those situations. If If you have mental health issues and they're for real, just remove yourself from the situation. And then take care of yourself... And then figure your shit out. If you never do tennis again, Naomi, good. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I, you know, you're more important than just you doing tennis. And I think that's what people don't really seem to understand is that they're demanding to watch her do things physically when mentally she is not in that headspace. And they're giving her zero fucking leeway on this. And this is the problem that we have in America. This is the reason why we why we have a crazy amount of mass shootings in America. Because we don't give a fuck about people's mental health. She needs time off. Let her get the time off. Why are there fines about this? Why are people getting mad about this? It's because they want to demand that somebody do something for them, for their entertainment. Fuck their entertainment. You know, if a person is in, cri- is in a crisis situation, then let them take the time that they need to get their mind right. Instead of, like, dance, monkey, dance. So, yeah, I just, I have a real problem with the way that Americans, especially, actually, it's not even just Americans at this point, because it was an Australian Open, and then, yeah, like, some right. some French tennis chief came uh, came forth and was talking. I'm like, fuck that shit. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. If this young lady needs to take time off, let her take time off. She 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 doesn't, she is not beholden to you. Not at all. If she never plays tennis again, then so be it. Let her be fucking happy. What do you guys think? Well, I know when I when I first heard about it, and like the whole fact, so the way that, the way that I heard was that she didn't want to talk to the media and she got fined. I was like, like why is she getting fined? Like why does she like why does she need to fucking talk to me? Like what? I guess it's a more for publicity or something like that like is that why she got fined but then it was like i heard like the controversy behind it like they're like people were mad that she wasn't she wouldn't talk to the media it's like that's her whole fucking choice like why does she need to talk to the fucking media like just go out there kick ass and go fucking home and like i heard that she like i heard about the mental health issue 
and that's kind of why she didn't want to talk to the media. And it's like, okay, now she, now she, she's giving you guys a reason why she didn't want to fucking talk to you. Why are you guys dragging her name through the fucking mud? Like, she's still the fucking one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Like, like even Serena Williams came out and was like, she played against her. It was like, this girl is fucking good. Like, she, she's got fucking skills. And it, it's just, it's, it's just so fucking weird how we treat athletes and actors and stuff like that like like they owe us something like they yeah. they don't really owe us anything they're out there just working like we are and i mean they don't need to be on a fucking high pedestal either like i mean you can't you can't hate people as fucking role models if i mean if they're doing like great stuff for people like yeah okay look at look at the stuff they're doing and you know we can learn from what they're what they're um the positivity that they're giving out there but like this, this, this girl is just a normal person out there, just having a bad day, she just want to relax, just, you know, just not have the fucking meat in her goddamn face and be able to, like, come back and give you her all. Just give her a fucking day off. Like, let her have her day off, do what she needs to do, and if she feels like doing, like, talking to the media and going over how she kicked somebody's ass, hey, more power to her. Like, let her do that. Like, there's no reason for her to be fucking fine for this or, like, the backlash and stuff like that, like, just let the girl do, just let the girl do what she needs to do, basically. I'm sorry, not girl, lady. Let the lady do what she needs to do. Because she, she, she probably smoked me in fucking tennis. Well, I probably, I probably yeah. wouldn't even get close to hitting one of her balls no. if she turned to me. She, no. she could, she probably would hit a ball at me and it would, like, hit me in my chest and I would fucking end up in a hospital. <laughs> Um, so I did a little bit of digging into this, not super heavy, but I guess this is similar to the Marshawn Lynch situation, where the people that, uh, I guess sponsor her or whatever, whoever represents her, handles her business, like, basically gets her into these, uh, tournaments, it's within her contract to, she has to talk to the media, and if she doesn't, that's a breach of contract, that's why she gets fined. So I was like, well, I guess, but it's she found a way to opt out to not get fined anymore and to not talk to the media. So I was like, oh, this is a great little way. I mean, you may, you know, not play for part of a season, but there's all there's literally tournaments every like two to three months. So, I mean, I understand that the Australian Open and the French Open are huge ones. And I guess Wimbledon is coming up. But well, I mean, you know, it's also like I mean, you signed a contract, but also, um, COVID was a big deal over the past year, more than the past year. And it so, was, but we're talking about something that happened like less than a month ago. Yeah, but COVID's still going on. She had to like literally be isolated for, you know, a year. And even people that are, you know, have even like the athletes that have have to be in the bubble like that's still not healthy like if you have a family you're close to your family and you're in the nfl you know and you decided to you know play the season you had to sit in this fucking bubble same thing with the nba it's like you had to sit in this bubble away from your family for people's entertainment and then when somebody decides to like not do it the common man will flip out and be like oh well you get you're a million you're a millionaire it's like you're still a person though you're still away from your family and just because you're a millionaire, listen, you're still getting paid from somebody. Like, yeah, you're a millionaire, but you're getting paid by a billionaire. You're still beholden to some fucking person that might be unreasonable. 
And that's what we're seeing now. So anytime I see now, like I've had like a whole like mental shift on the people that talk shit about, you know, millionaire. I've even said it before, probably in this podcast of athletes that are millionaires that are doing things that I don't agree with, but it's like they're still getting paid by billionaires. So they're basically, they're just employees. They're employees. Mm. All these athletes that are going to pay all this money, they're just employees. So think about it like oh, yeah. that. That's what, that's what, that's the way owners, that's exactly the way owners see players. And, and sometimes even less than that, depending on the league and how long they've been in whatever sport they're in. I mean, I think one of the big examples is NBA, the uh, owner of uh, the Clippers being outed as a racist, but everybody has been saying that he's been a racist since the eighties or, or earlier. But that's yeah. the guy who like got mad that his wife was, was like his, hanging out with his wife his wife had like um yeah i guess his wife had like some kind of like side Tacos. dick that it, <laughs> it, it hinted that he approved but he didn't approve of what kind of side dick yeah. she had which was weird yeah. to me well, it's just, but it's, going back to asaka i was like i get what she was doing but i don't what i don't understand is why the media decided to lash out at her because they're all saying that I guess because they can't interview her, they're losing out on a story, which means they lose out on pay. But yeah. I'm like, there's plenty of other stars that are there. So you get one less. Like even then it's just like, it's, it's none of your fuck. What do you need to know about a tennis player's opinion about anything other than playing mm. tennis? Like seriously, why, oh, is yeah. there, why is there a press totally conference? Totally agree. What do you think they're going to be talking? You, know, you think they're going to be talking shit? You think they're going to make like build up the fucking tennis match? No. Oh yeah. They're going to talk no, about. You know yeah. they're going to. You already know what they're going to do. You know you already know they're going to ask about Israel. They're going to ask about Stupid some shit. political yeah. figure. All kind of or things that had nothing life. to do with tennis. Or there the will be. Life. It'll yeah. be fifty-fifty. Half of them are tennis questions. The other one are all political. Or, or personal questions with it, which the media and us have no business knowing. Like, mm. honestly, like, all these probing personal questions into these, you know, athletes and celebrities, athletes and celebrities, yeah. Um, we don't, it's not our, it's not our business to know what the, who they're fucking, where they live, mm-hmm. what they do in their spare time. I don't give a fuck about that. Not anymore. Like, they're just, they're, they're people. It's kind of funny, jumping back to the whole, like, owners and paying the athletes and stuff like that. It made me think of, um, I can't remember the comedian that said that. It might have been Dave Chappelle or maybe Chris Rock or somebody. But it was like, it's like there's rich and there's wealthy. Like, Shaquille yeah. O'Neal was rich. But wealthy is the guy who signs his paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's Chris Rock. Because Chris, yeah, okay, Chris Rock I think yeah. he goes on about the people that live in his neighborhood. Because, like, most of the people in his neighborhood were, like, famous, except for one guy who was a dentist. And he goes on about the rich versus the wealthy and other, like, other comparisons. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, like, getting back to Naomi, like, like yeah, she makes hella money, but it, she's still, she's basically an employee. Like, somebody is signing that fucking page like that, she's leaving. And that, the fact that she can't just take a fucking mental day is just, it's sad. Except for especially for an athlete. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if, we saw we saw a little bit of this in the NFL as well. Oh, a whole, whole, with the, whole bunch. The, the NFL is 
it's almost a joke when it comes to mental health, especially with like, um, what's the name of the mental, like the drama that from having too many blows to the head. Oh, oh CTE? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's they like... Didn't, they, the fact that they covered that up for like the longest fucking time is it's crazy. But yeah, people say, like, well, well, you make you make all that money, you know the risk. It's No, first of all, most of those athletes don't know the risk. They don't. I didn't know the risk until I was, like, much older, even though I didn't even play fucking... I played a little bit of football, um, but, you know, there was n- not even a mention of that kind of risk. At, for, for most young kids, they get into it, they don't understand the risk to their brains. So, fuck all that shit. And then, second of all... Um, there are people that have never most people that say shit like that and that don't really have done no research into traumatic brain injuries they were never athletes they were never going to be athletes there are people that um were never athletic didn't have athletic bone in their body and don't know what it's like to see somebody look at you with hungry eyes on how they can make money off of you from your from your physical attributes i've seen it in my life people look at me like oh i can you know I can we we can make money off of this person off of this body by them destroying our body destroying their body for entertainment. Once you see that and you understand like what that look looks like, it's it's disgusting, and people just want to totally dismiss it. Hmm. I wasn't sure if you were talking about sports or porn. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely sports. I mean, porn. I mean, porn's a little different. You're not gonna see. You might. You might get a. You know, venereal disease, but it's pretty rare because you take, you know, tests and stuff like Constant that. Constant tests. I think it's Constant it's, it's worse. It's worse than sports because, uh, people back in you know back in my day, the CT wasn't really a thing, and I knew like yeah. when I was young, I was like, it doesn't seem right that I'm gonna put my body on the line to make maybe a bunch of money. Maybe it's a possibility. And, but I saw so many people my age just throwing their bodies to the fucking to the wayside just to like possibly make millions. And I'm just like, no, I'd rather just use my brain to like figure this shit out than like use my body to like maybe make millions. Because yeah, I was I was a great athlete when I was a kid, but if I fucking broke my leg or something like that, it was fucking gone. Yep, that's it. And you see that with like a lot of. Yeah, there's there's some somebody who got signed for the 49ers like earlier this year who got I think he tore like a, a ligament or something like that and like the dude's out like that's it like his career is fucking over and even then no fucking coming back but that that guy's he, he already made it to that level so he'll probably he already made his money if if yeah. he if he knows how to manage his money but getting to there you know if you're in high school college. You know, you're putting your life and your body on the line, and you don't know if you can get injured. And then, if you get injured at all anywhere through that, you're not gonna get to the, you're not gonna get to the NFL. Like you're not. It's highly unlikely. So I think that's what most people don't really seem to understand is that people are just throwing their bodies away to possibly make a lottery. And I wasn't willing to do it. All right. We talk about All some right. real shit here on Black and Black Times Infinity. When do we not, though? When yeah, that's true. Do we not. we keep it dank and real. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Weekly dankish. Let's All right. uh, wrap it up. Blue, take us out. Uh, All right. Uh, Odinja, since you said Blue, wrap it up. What you got going off? Populating, decalating, 
this weekend. I want to catch some of this E3 footage. Uh, uh, it starts on the 12th, so I want to see what I can get. Um, some information on there. I'm still playing Mass Effect. I'm on Mass Effect 3, and uh, I slowed it down because I'm not trying to get angry when I get to the end because the end makes me very angry, but the game is fun. I'm loving the game. Takes me back. Um, it is a. I feel like it is a must play for anyone that is a fan of RPGs and a fan of sci-fi. Is a important piece of art that I think people should experience. Um, <clears throat> also, I need to check out Loki. I might actually check out Loki as soon as we're done. I'm probably gonna put it on right after. Check out. Um, it's been a little bit warm in the bay, so I might go to the beach this weekend but we shall see how things work out and um i got um there's a new high republic book so i gotta go pick that up probably tomorrow uh yeah it's one of the um i guess the books that moves the the storyline forward it just came out um i'm gonna try to pick it up the hardcover probably tomorrow and uh, i'm a little behind on my books but i'm gonna try to step up my book reading once i finish mass effect 3 be on my books, but that's about it. Carlos, what you got populated this weekend? I can do this weekend. Hopefully, I can do jujitsu again. I don't know. I have to reach out to like my jujitsu pod to see who can host <laughs> the next. Uh, <laughs> where we're where we gonna put the mats? Um, I probably can't roll for as long as I did last time because I told K Mac that I was like, hey, maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then I got back four hours later. But you know, god dang, whatever, shit happens, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other than that, I got nothing else really going on. It's just I, I want to get back to doing jujitsu, um, just working and playing with my kids. My kid. Oh, hmm. my my oldest daughter got her own place. So congratulations. Oh wow! Oh shit, yeah. she did. Yeah, it's a. Oh, I'll tell you the story. In, okay. In, in a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But I can I can uh. ship all our stuff out of our out of my house. So yeah. <laughs> like hey i got a bunch of shit that you get out of my house right now yeah uh so for me this weekend uh so uh little 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 bash he is 12 weeks today there you go um, he's three months next thursday but like damn dude it's fucking crazy seeing this kid grow like like today he had his first I wouldn't say it was his first, but he had a fucking meltdown that was like, nobody fixed this. Holy shit. And it was like, it was interesting because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, kid? Like, why are you crying? You got food in your belly. We just got done going for a ride and you were, you were asleep and just, he just woke up out of nowhere, just screaming bloody fucking murder. I changed his diapers and this and that. And it, it just turned out he, he was just super fucking tired. He just wanted to go back to sleep. So like, I, I, it's, so if, if you have a kid, there's this thing called the five S's. Um, it's swaddle, uh, swaddle, sway, um, shushing, having him on the side, and sucking, which is having a pacifier. He doesn't. The kid, my my kid, does not like a pacifier. He'll spit that shit out in a fucking heartbeat. Like he'll he'll suck on it for a little bit and just, and it will come out like a fucking bullet. Thought he could do the four S's, but like I did the four S's and. He knocked the fuck out. Like it, it probably took like ten seconds for him to fall asleep. But uh, his meltdown, it, like his cry, it it literally changed 
Like he went from like like wah 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 to like I'm gonna I am fucking dying like do something for me bro. <laughs> like that's how the, that's how the, the fucking crying came. But uh yeah it's just it's just it's just great to see him like his see him like change. Like right now he he um he recognized he has feet. So he's grabbing at his <laughs> fucking toes and shit like that. Is it, is it putting his yeah, well, he hasn't he hasn't got to the point where he put his feet in the mouth. Like he barely put his like hand. So, like he he barely at the point where he could put his hand in the mouth. But it made me think of when I met uh uh daughter for the first time. Uh, and this was back when I did American Idol, and like we went to BJ's at um not BJ's Dave and Buster's and Melpitas, and like his daughter uh uh what do you not have a name for the podcast game? What it is a little bit. Uh, yeah, so she, when she was little, she took her whole fist in her mouth, and when I saw her do it, I fucking laughed. And Cronus looked at me like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and like, my kid can get like maybe like four fingers in his mouth, and it's like, like, come, like, what the hell, kid? Like, why you gotta stick your whole hand, your whole fist in your mouth? Be more civilized, whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just, it's just, dude, it's, it's, it's really crazy to see this kid like develop and change and like. He's like recognizing things. He can hold his head up. His his parts and <laughs> his parts are fucking legendary. Like you would you would, there's no way that something so little can fart for so fucking long. Like mm. fart for like a, I would say probably a good fucking twenty seconds. Just straight. Just, <laughs> I'm like wait what the hell? But uh, it's it's always so funny when he does it. Uh, but yeah. And other other than that, like um, you know. Uh, my niece and nephew were here recently. Like, they're 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 about to turn thirteen, so they're twelve now. And my nephew is five eight at this age. Like, he's almost taller than me, which is fucking ridiculous because this little kid was little, very very little. But he's asking what kind of games I'm playing. I'm like, oh, you know what? I got I got Resident Evil Eight in line. I got I haven't played it yet. He's like, you gotta play it, Uncle. You gotta play it. I was like, oh, I'll play. He like, you play seven? I'm like. No, I haven't played seven. He's like, what? We well, haven't played seven. You gotta play seven before you play eight. So I'm like, okay. Like I played Resident Evil Seven since it was part of the the PSN network. So I'm gonna play that, and then I'm gonna buy, uh, play uh Resident Evil Eight or Village, and mm-hmm. then play that. But um, there was a Chinese animation that I fucking stumbled across, on fucking uh on TikTok. Some TikToker have like like an anime you should watch, and there's this one called the. Uh, Fog Hill of the Elements, and it's a it's a Chinese animation, and I I'll just say so. Subtitle wise, like the subtitles that I found for it are shitty. It's really fucking bad. It's Fog Hill of the Five Elements. Is that what you mean? Yeah, the Five Elements. Yeah, yeah. The the animation of it is very uh, it's kind of almost like Ruby in the Sky, but like it's almost like um. Like flash animation, it's like flash. It's, it's it's like flash animation, but the fucking fight scenes and this shit is fucking dope as fuck. It's fucking crazy as hell. But like the storyline and shit that's going on, that that it all doesn't make any kind of sense because the subtitle is like it's really translated from Chinese to English, and like there's no, it's like it's, there's no, like they're not translating it very well. Like so, like it's like basically like there's a glass of water, but in like Chinese there's it means like a water holds a glass or something like that. Like it's it's so it's something weird. Like the 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 subtitles aren't very well, but like there's only three episodes of it. 
I don't want to know episode one, and, like, the fight scenes, like I said, are fucking crazy. But there's one fight scene where a guy bust, basically comes out with a giant fucking sword and just starts chopping down fucking zombies in one goddamn swipe. This shit looks fucking cool. That's the one thing that tied me into it. So, if you can find it, right now you can find it on YouTube. It's not on Crunchyroll any other, or any other platform other than YouTube. But if you can find it somewhere else that has, like, decent subtitles, definitely check it out. And other than that, uh, I'll need to take it out. All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. The dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with Bees and BTI. That's B T H A N B T I on all social media platforms except for Facebook. We're Black and Black Times Infinity, and then on Amazon you can see that we have an app on there, and then you can see our official website, BenHeadProductions.com forward slash Bees and BTI. And then uh, we have a Discord. You can email us at bthembti at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show, what we should change. And then if you want to be on Discord, uh, email us, ask if you can join in, and we'll send you a link or invitation to join the Discord. There you go. Was it fast? Yeah. Was it? Well, I guess now. We're out this bitch.